Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, look, it's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and Tebow. Big Husky Kid. What I find very interesting about all of this, and I forgot what the hell I was going to say. <laughs> hey. Well, can I tell you something no, I find please, out about please, it? God. Okay, good. What I find very interesting is I don't know what the hell I was going to say. Here's the funny thing. We're sitting next to each other, and I thought I was buffering. Like, I'm like, where, no, what happened to the internet? My brain and I realized was buffering. I'm sitting next to you, and there we go. No, go ahead. <laughs> Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gags. Re-racket. Your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, we got a jam-packed. Yeah. Jam oh, it's, it's packed jammed, baby. Show today. Inside the NFL coming up at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. In the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What is the game, Boner? Uh, well, today, Mike, November 14th, it is National Pickle Day. So in honor of not pickled ball day, which we had national pickleball day earlier in the year and we did some pickleball trivia. Today is trivia just about pickles. As a matter of fact, the game we're playing is called Will It Pickle? Nice. Where I give you a substance that some people may or may not have tried I to pickle. Everything pickles. No. Like a human kidney would pickle. Yeah, but is it I mean the question is does it make sense? Like, I'm sure you could stick a chocolate chip cookie in brine. What's going to come out of that is nothing. Like, it's not, nothing's going to hold up in that. You got to, you got to put something solid in there, don't you? I don't know. Not much of a pickler myself. Uh, when I was a kid, I had my tonsils out. When? Which I, back when I was banging. Okay. Had my tonsils out. And, you know, you go to the hospital and tonsils are out. You come home, feel like crap, eat some ice cream. That's the end of that. Friend down the street also had his tonsils out around the same time. Okay. And went over to his house a couple months after the fact. And I saw a jar sitting on his mom's counter, like in the little curio cabinet uh-huh. they had in the hallway. And I said, what the hell is that? Oh, that's just my tonsils in formaldehyde. What? Yes, they no. kept okay. the tonsils. Time out. In, if I- they were pickling the tonsils. No, they're not. <laughs> That's in my, in my, my, it doesn't matter. Formaldehyde is not pickling your solution. Pick, pickling anything the tonsils. In a, anything in a jar, huh? That's right. You go urinate it's, in a jar. It's pickle juice now. Is that what it is? It's pickling in urine. Right. Okay, sure. It's not. I don't think. Let me let me just say, I would bet money that doctor was fired. Or someone at the hospital was fired. If they're like, hey, what did we do with all the medical waste from the uh, tonsillectomy we just did? And they're like, oh, we gave it to the kid, and it's like, you did, excuse me? Uh, yeah, we gave it to him in a jar. Like, we, you know, we keep him here. We just let a kid take one home. It's like, we actually don't keep any of that here. We don't have tonsils on file here. You're fired. What's the, You're the apple of your mother's eye, right? 
I guess. What I don't do know. Mean? You have another brother, but what is that? Well, I mean, you, we're you both, strike me as the favorite. We're, but we're both the favorites. There's Mom no would, such thing. There's no. There's no. Favorite. No, I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, I don't believe for a second that parents don't have favorites. That doesn't mean you don't love your kids. But you're telling me that you don't have a favorite kid. You have three kids. It no. What and I'm sure it depends on the day. There are days where I say. In this moment, I feel better about hanging out with this one, but I love all of them equally, and I would die for each of them. Okay. So, yes. so that's about as far as the love could go, right? If you would lay but down your life for your kid. You have a favorite, depending like, on the day. Day to day, there's days where one's giving me less guff than the other. Of course. Sure. Yes. There you go. Sure. Has your mom ever saved anything disgusting oh, of yeah. yours? Yes. What? She, we, I didn't know this was, I think I've said this on the air, I didn't know that parents don't save teeth. Like, my mom has all the teeth. When all, they all fell out of my head, she's got them. She, I don't know if she has all of them like in order, like a collection where they're like filed that way. But I know she saved all the teeth because I, I guess she got them back from the tooth fairy. However, that works. She got them back, and then that's what happened. I got a, uh, I got another story for you. Now that I look back at the neighborhood that I grew up in, it was a weird neighborhood. Well, let's we let's had remind the, people of. Muggsy's Leaper. Muggsy's Leaper. We had the lady down the street who had a little dog, mm-hmm. and she would play with its leaper, leaper she would call it. Mm-hmm. He likes it. It's like, I bet, oh, I'm I sure he, he does, does, lady. But this is abnormal <laughs> that doesn't behavior. Mean it's okay. That's bad. So we got tonsils in the jar. Uh, we also had a kid that I was friends with that lost a tooth, mm-hmm. and the dog presumably ate the tooth. Okay. Okay. Uh, this friend was so devastated that the tooth fairy was not going to come. Oh, right. I mean, of just course. The tooth fairy, you don't have the tooth. How are you? Yeah. Tooth fairy's not going to come. Yeah. So desperate that he went through the dog's poop. Oh, no. To oh. retrieve oh, no. the tooth. Oh, no. What's that? A kernel of corn? Nope. Not what I want. Back into uh. the poop. It's amazing you gotta that step I, in I'm as not a parent. in an asylum. Don't you have to... <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Because between that and your human interactions that you have when you leave this place and you walk out of here, you see the craziest stuff. I am surprised you're not in it is fitting. an asylum. It is fitting kind. that I have people coming up to me, just randomly, gas station, grocery store, and their new thing is just coming up to me going, I like it. That's yeah, that's right. That's good. What did that person do? We've gotten I mean, we had all the flip and chip and dip, I still, I still, and still get, get that on those. occasion. I now get the my just, guy on occasion. You're getting the <laughs> That's good. The mini lawnmower is what we should call that. Uh Broncos beat the Bills in Buffalo last night. The Bills are five hundred kids, and Josh Allen is a turnover machine. I uh, don't I don't know what's the bigger story there. Obviously the Bills we we'll get to them, but the Broncos have won three straight. They knocked off the Chiefs. They've won all four of their games after being beat seventy to twenty by the Dolphins. Right then, then they suddenly have like awakened, and now they play football. So I'm not sure if that's for real, but I do know the Bills' problems. Those are for real. Those are real. This is a five and five team. They're five hundred team, and Josh Allen's turning the football over again. You know, last yeah. year he had the turnovers, especially in the red zone, and he vowed that wasn't going to happen again. This year, it's more the same. Costly turnovers and a horrible penalty last night. Just a poorly played game. 
it's almost like it's tough to be consistently great. You know, I, I understand why we want to do this. We want to identify heroes. And we want to say, oh, Josh Allen, the Bills, look at what they've done. They're right up there with the Chiefs. No, they're not. It is hard to be consistently great. The Chiefs have managed to do that. Pat Mahomes has managed to do that. Sure, there are weeks here and there where you're like, oh, what a stinker this was. But at the end of the season, you know where that team's going to be. The Buffalo Bills have accomplished little to nothing. And we talk about them like they've won Super Bowls. Well, even to that point, like, you could even say with the Chiefs, they won their Super Bowls, but they've also played in a bunch of Super Bowls yes. like in this time. They've been consistently they've, great. They've been to the Super Bowl a bunch of times and then won two of them, and that's really good and important, but it's also that they got to that Super Bowl and were in that game because they got over that hump of at least just getting to the AFC Championship. The Bills have not done that in this current iteration that everyone, like you said, compares them to the Chiefs. The Chiefs did that thing where they often beat teams like the Bills to get to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's completely fair to compare them. And I don't think those comparisons are happening as much clearly now. But two years ago, a year ago, whenever that was happening, yeah, that's we got to stop with that. That's all done now. Well, heads rolled today. At least one head. The worst professional quarterback of all time. Ken Dorsey. That is, who, who that is the, your stance no, that on is, that. That is a fact. All right, fine. The worst NFL quarterback of all time, Ken Dorsey. Not to say anything about his college career and how he went home crying when the Buckeyes beat his ass. Yeah. Got fired today as offensive coordinator of the Bills. So, look, Sean McDermott said after the game, we're going to make some changes. And oh, yeah. there, there you go. <laughs> Was it lip service? No, I'll you fired you. your offensive coordinator today. Well, because he said something like, we're going to take a look at the film. We're going to, we're going to, you know, make a, a prudent decision here. I, I'll tell you right now, he already had that one in the bag. Absolutely, he did. He said, I know, we, like in that moment on the presser, he is saying the right thing, but in the back of his head, he's like, I'm going to call Dorsey tonight and tell him, get out of here. You're fired. He was waiting to Vince McMahon, that guy, and he got to. I don't know if that's going to fix your problem, but in his mind, I'm sure that's what the issue is. Is He's Calls got the wrong offensive home. coordinator. Ken Dorsey, I don't know, is he married, married guy? I don't know. You know what? Co- Coach is on the phone, honey. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, hey, Coach. That was a tough one tonight, wasn't it? See you bright and early tomorrow morning. On the unemployment line, you're fired. <laughs> that was great. That's uh, a really Sean Watson had an MRI on the injured ankle. We don't know the results. No one seems too worried about it. Browns play the Steelers this weekend. So Sure. Why would... Why would anybody be worried about it? He's at this right. is it's not like there's a known cycle so far with Deshaun Watson as to how his well, not season with the goes. Ankle. No, that was the with, shoulder. No, but that we've already seen it where it's like Deshaun Watson bad and then ouchie and then no one knows if he'll play. Then he plays, plays well, everyone gets hopeful, ouchie again, cycle starts over. I hope I'm wrong. I hope this time. He's not as ouchy as we think. Maybe he could be being in a walking boot, getting an MRI that no one wants to talk about. But that's a that's a fair thing to pay attention to if you're a Browns fan. How effective can he be, given that part of what he was doing well in that fourth quarter was moving around, getting away from pressure, making plays with his feet. And I don't just mean running, although he did that. He also just escaped pressure in the pocket, stayed on his feet, and made throws. And 
you have a gimpy ankle now, that's not good. So we, we definitely need to keep an eye on that. It is not a nothing story. Maybe I can be a singer for one of the metal bands that you like. Just making like guttural pig yeah. noises. <laughs> not, that's not, that's, you got to work on that. Yeah, that's better. That's better. I actually heard one of the metal guys telling how to scream. You know, the, you know how you feel at the end of the day where someone says, oh, hey, by the way, you got a flat tire out there just so you know, and you're like, oh, that, that, where, however you make that noise, that's what they use. That's how they make their screaming noises. That's the inspiration? When you go, <laughs> like that's where you have to start that that phrasing of just ugh, that's where they get started on making those noises uh the college football playoff is about to get a makeover details next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic sponsored by meister's bar and pizza home of the grandview browns backers Watch out for stop-and-go traffic on eastbound I-70 on the east side between 256 and 310. About a half-hour delay there. And things are slow southbound 158 between U.S. 40 and I-70. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. At Mattress Firm's Black Friday sale, better sleep and unmissable deals are a sure bet. Save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic and score a $300 instant gift for pillows and more. Plus, get your new bed with free and fast delivery. Don't miss the Black Friday sale at Mattress Firm. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Off topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. So glad you've tuned in. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. A man was arrested on suspicion of manslaughter and the death of former NHL player Adam Johnson, according to South Yorkshire Police. This is in England. So he was the, the player who was playing professional hockey in England and had his throat cut by a skate and tragically died. He spent time with the Penguins organization a few years ago. This is what he was doing now. It's terrible. And so the NHL is talking about neck protection for players. This technology has been around for a while, but slow to catch on, as is normally the case. Um, the South Yorkshire police said in a statement that a post-mortem examination confirmed he died from a fatal neck injury. The man, whose identity was not released by the police, remains in custody. Well, <laughs> um, I'm guessing it's the guy who slashed his neck with his skate. We know who that guy is. Well, his name is Matt Petgrave. Yeah. Listen, I, I, am, I, did not, I did not watch the video beyond seeing the impact. Nor, right? nor should you. Right, right. I'm, I, and I, it's not something that I could handle. But I did see that impact, and I get how in the bounds of a hockey game, I don't know what possesses someone to fly up kind of the way he did to 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 whatever he was trying to do. I don't know what his motives were. I don't know anything about that. But I, even with that, struggle very hard to know how that something in a game like that can result in charges. I would... I know it, it looked like a, a reckless kind of move. It looked like something that doesn't make a lot of sense. It makes, I, if an NHL, you know, if this was in the NHL, 
And they said, you're a lifetime ban for that move, whatever you were doing there. That's fine. I could understand that. I don't, I'm sure whatever hockey league this is may never let him play hockey. I don't know. Or maybe they are. Maybe they don't even care. I have no idea. What I do know is I can't understand how that would become a criminal case personally. Again, having glanced at that video because I have a weak stomach and I can't watch it very much. I do see why people look at that and go, what the hell was that guy doing? It did seem like reckless play to go have a, I, I, I don't know, Mike, do you, do you think that warrants a, a charge outside of the hockey rink? Uh, like it doesn't, I, it, I don't know. And I'm not familiar with the law, especially, well, in England, you know, right. Yeah. English law. I mean, I, I do know that there is grounds, even if you don't intend to cause harm to someone, well, if right. you, if you do, even if it's accidental, I mean, that's where manslaughter charges can come from. Right. And I, I don't know what the process is in England. Yeah, right. and looked I looked at this yeah. for a couple of weeks. They've determined this is out of the ordinary for the game of hockey. And looking at it, it, it kind of is, right? I mean, you don't see moves like that. He almost jumped up on him. Right. What I don't know is and and I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is this. Like if this was a guy playing in a beer league hockey type of situation, would there be and we had video of it and all that stuff. Same same thing where you could see video, people were videotaping it, they have this would he be brought up on manslaughter charges or is there a chance this is kind of, you know, the, the, the judicial system there feels like we've got to do something because this is so know. high profile. I, I don't know. That's, that's where I, I hope that whatever is being done would be done up and down the board, no matter what type of game this was, no matter professional or not professional or anything like that. The whole world that follows hockey knows about this incident and I, I hope that's not motivating there to be a, something higher up right, than what it normally would be. It's a tragic story. Horrible story. On multiple different fronts. Obviously, the dude who died and his family yeah. and his teammates and, and you know colleagues that had to deal with this. Now this guy, Matt Petgrave. I'm yeah. sure. Whatever. You're right. I'm sure this was not his intention. Right? Right. I mean, even if it's I'm a dirty player and I'm doing... No one says, I'm going to kill this guy now. No, that doesn't even enter no, his I, mind. I, I can't. Well, and it, that's the thing. If you think it did, then it wouldn't be manslaughter. Right. It would right. be something intentional, and then you should pursue that. And like I said, I, I just... We'll save this for our next podcast. Dummies argue the law. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I know, man. I know. I just... To me, that's something that that is really shocking. But I... I, I I hope justice is done, whatever justice is. All right, the college football playoff has uh, not expanded to 12 yet, but we've already changed the rules, or at least we're about to change the rules. Yeah, so they want to, and they've been talking about doing this, college football playoff management committee recommended the change from the original 6-6 six and six format to 5 plus 7. So what that essentially means is they feel like because of the conference realignment that decimated the Pac-12, we've got to update the qualifications and now what will be the format is the five highest ranked champions from each conference get an automatic bid. Seven programs are at the mercy of the selection committee. So that would theoretically go in place next year when this all kicks off. Under the you know original proposal, it would have been six conferences that get that and then six at large. Now they're whittling that down to five basically and well, saying we don't know what these five necessarily we don't know where this is all going to shake out, but we don't think it's good to have six bids locked in. And I don't think it's good to have five bids locked in. You and no. I both said it when it came out that we weren't a fan of six. 
No. And I'm not a fan of five. You know, I'll take it a step further. I don't want any automatic bids. I, I don't want any automatic bids. I know. It's tough. How, do you, how do you know? Let's say uh, Big 12. All right. We already talk about the legitimacy of the Big 12. They're going to stay around. They've, they've managed to keep themselves afloat. What type of competitive football are we going to see in the Big 12? Are they going to be half of what these other conferences are? I have no idea. So instead of just saying, oh, you're a three-loss team in this conference nobody really respects, but you won the Big 12, here's your automatic entry into the football playoffs. No, I'd rather have a committee decide that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But unfortunately, the people on this, you know, bowl committee, the the college football playoff board, a lot of them are the people who are tied to these conferences. So the conferences are saying we demand our seat at the table. Getting it down from six to five is a win. The thing I would say about no automatic bids, it'll never happen to Ohio State. It'll never happen to Michigan. It'll never happen probably to Penn State, right? You win the Big Ten, you're in. Yeah. But I could see scenarios where... A uh, team wins the Big Ten because, I don't know, like let's say when they play Ohio State, Ohio State's awesome starting quarterback who's a Heisman candidate is injured and they end up beating Ohio State that time. And then they play Michigan and the same thing happens. But hey, they won those games. They beat those teams and then they go on and because of that get into the Big Ten championship game. They win it. And then they're like left out because, well, you played all these teams when they were bad. That's fine. But if you win all your other games, you win a trophy. I do think that team should get automatically qualified, not left out of the con. Maybe you're the last one in, but you're automatically qualified. You don't maybe get a top four pick or something like that or top four seating. That should be left open. I think that should all be left to the committee to figure out. But yeah, I would be down with like four auto bids or three or even just two, but you'd have to specify those conferences. And unfortunately, I don't know how they're going to do that. But if you're like number one or number two and you're the conference champion, there should be something that says you automatically There's get in. Just, There's no question. Look, I know that in the NFL we have we've seen these where, you know, the NFC East has had this, where the division's so bad, the NFC South has had this. But, you know, if you win the division, you're gonna be hosting a playoff game and probably, you know, you'll have that luxury over a better team because you won your crappy division, right? But at least in the NFL, we have centralized scheduling we have teams playing consistently good schedules, even if it's not in your division. If you're going to do that, if we're going to talk about auto bids in college football, we have to talk about a centralized scheduling entity. The yeah, days of fair. teams and schools making their own crap schedules, that has to be out the window. I know. You want to be legit or not? My my reason for wanting protection on that is because of the fact that, not now, but a few years ago, when the ACC was humming with Clemson, and, and even though I think that was a weak conference, it wasn't viewed that way. The SEC certainly has not been viewed as a weak conference. I would just hate to see it if they said, oh, yeah, um, we don't think the Big Ten's any good, actually. It doesn't matter that Ohio State's undefeated. I don't think that'll happen now, but 10 years from now, the system is still in place. If the tide has turned and maybe you know the conference isn't what it used to be, I get what you're saying. A three-loss team being in the college football playoffs does kind of suck, but... That's probably going to happen with 12 teams. That's just the nature of the beast. Texas A&M fans are living on another planet. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You should know there's an accident blocking the right lane eastbound I-70 on the east side at US-33. And if you're traveling eastbound on Broad Street approaching Taylor Avenue, watch out for an accident there causing some delay. 
This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Feel confident in your pet's safety while experiencing the convenience of Invisible Fence brand. Customized for you and your pet's needs, patented fence technology is paired with hands-on training from certified pet trainers to give your pet the safest freedom possible. Learn more by visiting InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, check out the podcast of this stupid show. It is available wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. Do it now, including some podcast extras, exclusives. Mm. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I know Steelers fans hate me because I always say their team sucks and they're 6-3. and three. I mean, I they hate me because I'm a Browns fan who well, always fine. says they but suck I just, no matter I don't, what they're I don't doing. know how they do it, and it's how could you with stats like this? They are six and three; they're a half a game out of first place. They have gained two thousand five hundred and fifty-two yards this season. They have allowed three thousand four hundred and seventeen yards. They have been outgained in all nine games this year. <laughs> And yet they're six and three. That's all it. nine yeah. games. It seems like a stat that if they were three and zero, oh, and they said they've been outgained in all three of their games, you go, well, that certainly can't last. We're more than this halfway through the nine season. Week sample size. I'm saying right. We've just crossed like the more than halfway point in a season, and they're still doing it. And they're six and three. They have a negative point differential. They're minus twenty six on the season. This isn't uh, a five hundred team. This is a six and three team. Man. Well, and I'll tell you, uh, one of their biggest detractors, not, I don't, I don't want to put words in her mouth, but Jen Winters, I know as a resident, she's the resident Steelers fan around here or one of them. And she is super frustrated with her team because they win enough to it. Like, let's say they go and lose two or three straight and get back to like what they probably are, which is a 500 team. They're not going to have a high draft pick. They're not going to do all those things, but if they do keep playing well, they could make the playoffs with Kenny Pickett somehow and then I don't think that's a recipe for success in the playoffs. But if you get there, you get there. And who knows? If people get hurt, you get the right luck your way in a I know, game. But I, look, I had the stat yesterday. The, the Baltimore Ravens, they're 7-3. and three. They have trailed for a total of 28 minutes the entire season. Right. Through 10 games, they've trailed for 28 minutes. The Pittsburgh Steelers have been outgained in every single game they've played negative 900 on the year in total yards, negative 26 on the year in total points. They beat that Ravens team and they're only a half game out. Right. I, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, the math ain't math. Let, for let me. them live, man. Doesn't make a lot let of them, sense. I'm, I'm saying, they, I'm not saying they shouldn't be six and three. I'm saying you have to admit this is improbable. Well, even if you're a Steeler fan, you have to admit this. Maybe a better way of saying that is if you lined up the Ravens and the Steelers and looked at their games, you would say the Ravens are the far better team than the Steelers by watching what you've seen when they don't play each other. Right, but... And when you you know look at the stats, look at anything else. On the field, Steelers won that game. 
And they are only a half a game apart in the standings, despite the fact that I think the Ravens are a better team by far than the Steelers. That has not actually held true in what we've seen on the field. So I guess you got to give it to the Steelers and you, you got to take away from you the do. Ravens. It's, it's odd, though. All right. Texas A&M fired Jimbo Fisher. Going to pay him $76 million to go away. I love how their AD said that the uh, the conversation was short and cordial. I'm sure it would be. It would be for me. <laughs> oh, man. I would, hey, coach, you're fired. Here's $76 million. It wouldn't be cordial. It would be Thank me screaming, you. hallelujah. Thank, I'd be like, Thank you. you for sending me on my way. Um, according to uh, some people in Texas A&M land, they think they have a real shot of getting Lions head coach Dan Campbell to come down there and be their head coach. Now, Dan Campbell played at Texas A&M back in the 90s. Uh, it is not unusual for big-time college fr- programs to just throw pie-in-the-sky names out there. Sure. Thinking that every, I mean, we heard when the Kansas job was open, and Jim Harbaugh, was I, was he still at Stanford, or was he in? No, I thought that was when he was with the Niners. Was he with the Niners? I could be wrong. There, I thought I that know. was it. But Kansas people thought they had a real shot at Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. All right. So look, you're out of your minds, a lot of these people. And there's no way in hell Dan Campbell, especially this season, with a seven and two Lions team, where you're finally that city is is so excited about this team and are they gonna go to the playoffs and actually do something? They've been wanting this. They've been craving this. Dan Campbell's gonna leave all that? To go coach A&M, even if it is at all, his alma mater? No way. Well, I will say for Dan Campbell's defense, if he if he stays in Detroit, it's because he just values winning and wants to try to win at the highest level of American football that there is, as opposed to, I want to chase the cash. Because, sadly, if they could get Dan Campbell to consider leaving Detroit, that would mean Texas A&M is making the same mistake they made with Jimbo Fisher which is we're going to pay ridiculous money to get this guy to leave his really good job and come over here. Obviously, that didn't work out with Jimbo. The idea that it might work out this time if you do it with someone else is ludicrous. Not because I think Dan Campbell's a bad coach or anything like that. I'm just saying you're trying to win the battle of look how much money we have. You're not actually going out and hiring the guy who makes the most sense no, in what Texas A&M actually is. I'm which sure I'll live they're to regret a rebuild, this, but... Dan Campbell's not motivated by money. That guy? I don't think so. The, the biting the kneecaps guy? Yeah, that's what I mean. And going out there and practicing with these guys and throwing his body around like a nutcase? He's not, he's not, first of all, he would have to leave now. Okay? Right. Yeah. Because the recruiting window is such where you, you can't make this decision in February. If you're Dan Campbell, you can't say, well, I'll wait till the season's over and figure it out. Texas A&M's not going to go for that. You miss two recruiting windows if you do that. Yes, you can't Because you're not going to get National Signing Day in February. Now, you're we, not going to get right. the early one either. We should say, we can say they should change that rule, and they should, right? It's, it's ridiculous that you almost have to fire a coach before the season ends just so you're competitive in the recruiting cycle. Right. I do think it's stupid. However, this is where we are. And I'm telling you right now, Dan Campbell's not leaving this team. Forget about it. No. I, I, but I can't imagine, I don't know what Texas A&M does here. Well, here's what they can do. I just saw this story today too. Uh, Johnny Manziel is offering help <laughs> and leadership to <laughs> Texas A&M. He That's says, good. I have faith in Texas A&M to put somebody in place to get us where we need to be. The pieces for success are in the building. However, I can help in any capacity. I would love nothing more. 
Well, uh, that's nice of him to offer. Mm-hmm. I understand it's good when uh, former well-known alums offer support to a university, but maybe this is not. I, I I just don't know what the I don't know what the what this does to help. Right? Is someone sitting there going, "Oh, thank God, Johnny Manziel waited. And he wants to help out. Now I'll take this job." No, unless you've got cash, Johnny Manziel. If that's what you want to offer, mommy and daddy's money or some of your NFL money, sure. You could offer that, but I don't think he has a lot of that left. You know, at the risk of upsetting dozens of people, okay? You know, you looked at Alabama back in the day before Saban took that job, and they were going through hardships, but I think a lot of people looked at Alabama and said, that's a sleeping giant, right? People looked at USC before Lincoln Riley took that job, and who the hell knows what he's going to wind up being? He's 7-6 and six in his last 13 games. But people looked at USC and said, that's a sleeping giant. Texas A&M has really never gotten to any significant level ever. We like to pretend that they're there. That they've won national championships and we're trying to get back to that glory. The reality is, they are trying to become that giant. But they're not a sleeping giant because they've never been there before. No, I, I, I mean, I don't. I, I get that they have a lot of history in helping in the the heyday or the the building grounds of college football's you know biggest era. I guess when they were turning college football from what it was, which was parochial fun time, to like, oh my gosh, this is actually national sports and national business and all that stuff. They've been a relevant program in the sense that yeah, they've been relevant. They've been around and they've won some big games and they have had some great coaches and yeah, I'm not denying any of that. The idea though, that Texas A&M is a sleeping giant. I don't know that any school in Texas other than Texas can be that. No. Right. I mean, because all the other schools in Texas are basically trying to beat Texas. And then you have to look around in Texas A&M's case and go, Oh, and now we have to win the sec. Mm -hmm. Good luck with that. I mean, you're, you're not, it's not an easy job at all. I think it's a huge rebuild there. I don't think it's as easy as go get a big high-profile coach. He comes in and turns it around. Not a chance. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up next. Colin Mann and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Oh, you guys said Dan Campbell? I think you meant Man Campbell. (laughs) Anyway, there's an accident on Alum Creek Drive between East Howard Road and Recreational Trail. And some slow traffic on northbound 71 between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples holidays mean amazing savings for the holiday season. Right now, save 50% on custom holiday cards and invitations, as well as custom photo gifts like mugs and calendars. Offer ends 1216. Visit staples.com slash print for more details. Have yourself a merry little holiday at Staples. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Inside the NFL coming up in mere moments. Jackets tonight. Jackets at home for the Penguins. 
Catch all the action starting at 6.30. Roslevic broke his ankle. He'll be out four to six weeks. Juracek has been recalled from the Monsters. Uh, Roslevic's going to be, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, a UFA yeah. next offseason. I so think you're right. What will happen is maybe Jackets fans saying, whew, at least, at least he hurt himself early. So hopefully he plays well when he comes back and you can get something for him at the deadline because clearly you're not signing him long term. What will happen is he will rehab, come back, play two games, hurt something else where he's out for the season, and then the Jackets won't get anything for him. So don't worry. It'll happen. Yeah. I uh, I actually I like a buddy of mine here, a guy that uh, listens to the show named Sean who tweets us sure. from time to time. Sean. We not, we have had like a long Twitter discussion in the DMs about this, about don't look at the Jackets restricted and unrestricted free agent list coming up. It's massive. There is a huge problem awaiting Yarmo or whoever will be making those decisions. No, first of all, you've got, I mean, I'm saying like, what's the matter with you? The problem being none of these guys are probably good enough that you want to sign all of them to big deals, but you're going to have to get some of them back. And they probably will require you overpaying, which sucks. This team, they can't afford to overpay. Uh, their ass up against the cap. They've already is. done it. I'm saying they've right. already overpaid enough. This team leads the world in moral victories. As a matter of fact, I hope at the end of the season we raise a banner. Be the first one. Yeah. Outside of Mr. Mack and Rick Nash. Count the cash. Just moral victory champions. Your Columbus Blue Jackets. All we do is talk about this team like it's an AHL team. You're right. So I think as fans, we should treat it like that. Hey, developmental. Man. Well, you know what? The prices over there do not reflect AHL hockey, but that's a lot of nights what you get when you're watching. So that anyway, sucks. Uh, Jackets and Penguins, have fun if you're going to the game tonight and deal with half the place being Penguin fans. Inside the NFL, hit it. Common Man and T-Bones Inside the NFL. Sponsored by Metal Supermarkets. Visit metalsupermarkets.com slash Columbus for all your metal needs. I'm so negative on the jacket. You're damn right I am. <laughs> what are damn they right to be positive I am? about? What is there to be positive about? Do something other than, well, whatever. We don't have time. This is inside the NFL. Go ahead. I'm sorry. More jacket thoughts later. Uh, Browns running back Nick Chubb underwent surgery Tuesday to repair a torn ACL. What, today? In his left today? Yeah. I thought he had the surgery already. Uh, no, uh, I, I'm shocked as you are, because I saw this from the cabbage among other places where this was posted. He went, underwent surgery on September 30th to repair the MCL and the meniscus in his knee, among other things. They couldn't do this all at the same time. I don't know. Apparently not. What I'm saying is his timeline to return from an ACL injury as traumatic as this whole thing was. When people are like, well, it's really structurally not that different than an ACL injury. Maybe, but he hasn't had surgery on the ACL until mid-November. Now, I'm guessing, I would hope, if we're talking about Aaron Rodgers returning from an Achilles in December from a September rupture. Fake. (laughs) I'm just saying. I would hope that there's still plenty of time till next year for him to get healthy and good to go for the season. I'm going to say that's not even the real Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. The yeah. real Aaron Rodgers is dead. That, that's right. This that is an be. imposter. Could be. Uh, it looks a lot skinnier than the guy that I remember seeing. Anyway, the point here is Nick Chubb had an ACL surgery today, so his timeline for recovery starts now. All right, that. well, that's, that's, that's quite notable, that seems, isn't it? That seems like something worth noting. It wasn't early October. It's mid-November where that happens. It's That's a good six, seven-week difference there. So 
Anyway, speedy recovery, Nick. I hope all goes well, and I hope the recovery is awesome and you come back better than ever. We'll see. Uh, also, good news for a bad situation here. Vikings linebacker Jordan Hicks exited the hospital after having surgery for compartment syndrome. So he suffered a shin contusion during Sunday's win over the Saints, participated in 23 more steps on that injury, then left the game. The problem is this. Compartment injury, compartment syndrome is basically where, like, if you think of your leg as a giant, like, vase, All right. it's full of other things that are not just blood, but when you get a bad enough bruise, blood from the blood vessels can just fill up, like, your entire cavity of your leg and that can be very bad and i think can even lead possibly to death it sounds bad yes so that's what he had they had to do surgery to repair that it does say it could be potentially fatal if not repaired so he played on an injury that could have been fatal and obviously i'm sure they couldn't have known that until further tests were done in the heat of the game there's no way they could have probably figured that out anyway he got through the surgery he's left the hospital so not now any more risk of being fatal, right, but we'll still, let him live. That's a literally. You just sometimes forget how violent this game is. It's violent. That's extremely violent. Uh, Denzel Perryman, who is a receiver, or sorry, receiver linebacker for the Texans, he was flagged for unnecessary roughness during the win over the Bengals, and the NFL has said that's enough of that. So they have now suspended him three games for repeated violations of playing rules intended to protect the health and safety of players. They talked about the hit where he lowered his head and delivered a forcible blow to the shoulder and head and neck of uh, the receiver that he was going after at the time. So, yeah, that's bad. This is not the first time he's been flagged for that. That's why he is on the three-game suspension. So, yeah, I guess the NFL doesn't want to mess around with that. Good to see that happening to someone who did that against the Bengals. I know lots of Bengals fans have felt for years they got unfairly punished way back in the day, but times have changed. Patrick Mahomes, meanwhile, had an interesting thought on jersey number rules when it comes to reading NFL defenses. All right. So he was talking about the fact with Peyton and Eli Manning on the Manning cast on last night that with all the number changes where now the NFL rules say you can have a single-digit number if you're a linebacker, you can have whatever you want. Now that makes it difficult. He said it's even crazier because everybody can wear the single digits. We go in every week and we really emphasize the numbers because when you've got a number like seven playing middle linebacker, that can mess with your tells for the offensive lineman. It looks cool. I'll give everybody that, but it makes it a little more difficult for the quarterback. So, yeah, I don't think he's... I mean, that makes sense to me. If you've looked over and always seen a certain number and thought, oh, that's a linebacker, that's a safety, that's a corner, that stuff changes, that's fairly significant. Ryan Day with his weekly presser today. You're going to hear from the coach coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for slow traffic westbound 670 between 71 and 3rd Street and an accident at the roundabout on Orange Road between South Old State Road and Walker Wood Boulevard. And things are still slow northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Bob Evans Restaurants. When you gather together this year, let Bob Evans give you more time to celebrate. With a premium farmhouse feast, just heat, serve, and enjoy. Bob Evans will make the meal, you make the memories. Order yours now at BobEvans.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Rapid fire coming up at 434. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? Uh, this week we are doing, in honor of National Pickle Day, we not, are... Not Pickleball Day. No, no, no. That was a different day entirely. You, you can pickle balls. Oh? Well, test, I'm sure, somewhere. Sure, someone's pickling stuff. Right, there's right. some sort of culture that pickles testicles. Right. There has to be. Um, that's true. Well, in either case, we're going to play a game called Does It Pickle? And I'll give you a, a type of food, and you let me know if you think people pickle this or not. Uh, Ryan Day with his presser today. We'll hear from the coach coming up in mere moments. Teddy, I have a couple of things for you. Uh, big Reds fan, Teddy. Mm-hmm. Reports say the Reds are increasingly likely to trade Jonathan India, which is not a shocker, but it looks like that's on the horizon. Yes. All right. Got fantastic hair. He does. Uh, here's the other thing for you, and everyone. There's also thinking that Shohei Otani may opt for a one-year deal with an extremely high AAV. I mean, we're talking probably $60 million. <laughs> nice. One year, 50 to $60 million because he can't pitch next year because he had Tommy John. So he's just going to hit. And so the thinking is, well, you're not going to get true market value this offseason because you can't pitch. But... Next off season, when you're all recovered and your elbow's ready to go, then you can sign your huge $600 million contract or whatever it is. So in the short term, you can go to a team for a year. You can sign a huge money deal for that one year, go there, and then cash in again next off season. I don't know if that's likely, but if it is, there is not a team in Major League Baseball that should not be in on Shohei Otani. Oh, for a one-year uh, look, tryout? I, I don't say this about a lot of people because there are a lot of good baseball players out there. But there are very few guys that you will just go buy a ticket to see. Even teams that don't spend money. Here's looking at you, Guardians. Yeah. Here's looking at you, Reds. And here's looking at you, some other teams that act like small market teams, like the Chicago White Sox, Right. that shouldn't be. You can make up that investment. Because number one, you may be able to go out and win the World Series with this guy. But number two, you're going to sell a ton of tickets. If the Guardians go out and get Shohei Otani, if the Reds go out and get Shohei Otani, they're selling a ton of tickets. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I got to tell you, that's a pretty interesting scenario. My reason that, like you, I don't think he's going to do that is because, yes, he's not going to get the full market value that he could get if he did this. No, I, I know if he, that. If he took the year and then did it. But if he, let's say, does something that injures himself again this year, not his fault, if he gets hurt somehow this year, now you have, you're have you recovering from the Tommy John, and then if you have another year on the shelf, I mean, you only have so many years where you can yeah, be an effective right. baseball player. Right. Gotta, I, I don't think he's going to do it. My point is, if he does do it, Oh. There is not a team in Major League Baseball that should not be in on this guy for a one-year deal. Did you see, someone floated this, that apparently he had a quote saying he was intrigued by the idea, or, or sources close to him say he's intrigued by the idea of playing for the Braves. I'll tell you right now, as a New York Mets fan, if he somehow signs with the Braves, because I don't know what their cap, situ or not cap situation, they can spend whatever they want, but 
I don't know how much they're willing Every team to has spend. A budget. Yes, right. I don't know to what level they're willing to spend. But if they somehow get him on a less than market value deal for the full Shohei Otani and get him for six or seven years, whatever, I will vomit and probably not watch any of my actual baseball team, the Mets, all year long. Because why do I want to put myself through the misery of watching my team fumble around while the Braves sit there with one of the best rosters in baseball and throw Shohei Otani on top of it? No. No, thank you. I, so I'm here I, to say... I will not enjoy that start at all. the rumor, Shohei to the Reds, just for Teddy. Yes, love Think it. about that short you porch in right field, Let's man. He's going to hit 90 home runs. Love it. I think they ought to they send him a shirt that says, where are you going to go? It's an open-ended question. Where are you going to go? Cincinnati could be the option. You could go to Cincinnati. Where are you going to go? Everybody's wondering this. Look, I know that like you can't offer team ownership to a player who's still in the league, but are there... <laughs> are, no, I'm serious. I, I know are there mean. rules that... Like, you can't name a ballpark after a current <laughs> active player. Like, that should be in your pitch. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, man. Yeah, great American. They're an insurance company. Nobody really knows what they are anyway. Let's put your name on the ballpark. Mm. The Reds next year will play play at Shohei Field. And you know, the smokestacks will be all Shohei faces out there. Why couldn't yes. you call it? You could even call it, like... Shohei Otani Park presented by Bank or Great America, right? Or Great American, whatever. Like you could you could do that. Fine. You could have the presented by, but you could call it Yes, I think that's easy enough to do for me. I would sign him up for whatever you can if you're trying to get him on your roster for one year. You can get him for like a month. I think teams would <laughs> sign up for that. If he could play a month for six or seven different ball clubs, he teams would probably say, Yeah, we'll All take right, a month well, of that. Say, we'll sell some tickets. Let's say uh, you know, you sign him for this huge deal. You hope to, you know, win games with him. Let's say you don't, and but he's awesome. Oh yeah. Then you spin him for huge prospects at the deadline. Absolutely. I don't right. care what the hell he's making. Trust me. Yeah. If he's awesome, someone will pick him up and pay you handsomely for it. All right, Ryan Day. Ryan Day with his weekly presser today. Uh, here is Ryan Day talking about how Marvin Harrison is the best, and he's right. I think I've said it before that um, the Heisman Trophy goes to the most outstanding player in the country. Uh, I know there's a lot of great players out there. I get to see him every day. I think he is the most outstanding player in the country. And he's, you know, right from the jump, came in with a work ethic that you know, really has transcended throughout the whole team. You know, just what he's done and, and now his production as well. So, uh, you know, he wants to be great. I know that you can just tell it, and his actions back that up. And you know, certainly his production speaks for itself on the field and what he's doing, and, and he makes everybody on that field better. I agree. He's the best player in college football. He is the most dynamic player on college football. He has been able to show that this year, even when the offense at times has been limited. Everybody knows who's getting the football. He's still open. He still makes big catches. He's the best. He should be the Heisman winner. Yeah, I think, I mean, the phrase that always comes up with Heisman is most outstanding, which Ryan Day said. That's it. I mean, that who's been the most outstanding player in college football all year long? There have been guys who have had a couple week stretches. There have been guys who have put up some decent numbers here or there. Certainly there's quarterbacks who have had some moments, but he's been the most outstanding player all year long in college football, and there's no debate about that. Uh, senior day. This coming weekend against Minnesota, here is Ryan Day talking about the seniors. Well, a good portion of them, um, you know, started when when I that first year when I became the head coach, and and so they've they've been just soldiers along the way, and you know, mean so much to, to me and my family, to the staff, to the university. So 
Uh, I try to tell those guys all the time when we have home games, don't wait till the last one to take it all in. It starts from that first home game of your senior year. So I hope they, they've taken that advice. But you know, when you have your last game there, there is a lot of emotions. So um, the good news is they're they're you know they got a team that's playing with confidence right now. Confidence. They're, there's leadership that they've shown, and they have an opportunity to really li- leave a legacy behind here over the next month. So I'm happy that they're going to get recognized in that moment, and they deserve it. All right, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway to you. Um, senior day is always very emotional. Ryan Day just alluded to that. You got a bunch of guys playing in front of their mom and dad and going out on the field with them and crying and all of that. Then you're expected to go out and play a football game. You also know that next week is the biggest football game of your life. Yeah. Right? There's I mean, no doubt. You you know, you've, you've been on, if you're a senior, you've been on the team. You've lost these last two games. You know what they're saying about your program. You know what the storyline is with Michigan. Is there any way... That this game against Minnesota becomes an uh-oh game because of the emotions of Senior Day and what is coming up next week. I'll tell you what my mo for this weekend is. I don't care about style points. I don't care about anything. It's a little thing we usually like to reserve for March. Survive in advance. That's all. I, I don't care if you win by three points this week. I don't care because I actually I don't care what you the rest of the way out. I don't care how much you win by. You win. It's. Am I wrong? No. The rest you, of the way out. You matter. beat Minnesota by a. Two, you win two to nothing. <laughs> you get a safety, and that's it. And then you can go up to Ann Arbor. You can, you and can win be by the lowest point. ranked team of the undefeateds in the playoff rankings the next week. It doesn't matter if you go beat Michigan two to nothing. Then that's good. If you go to the Big Ten championship and win two to nothing, and on and on and on, you're in the playoffs. You win every game from here on out. You're in. So yes, I am done with style points. That's all out the window. For me, you're right. There are guys like Tommy Eichenberg's a senior. This is a guy who's a leader on the defense. He's got, you know, he's a semifinalist for... Is he playing this week? Bagner- Bagneric Award, I think. I don't know. But I'm saying, like, all these guys that have to deal with all the, you know, frustrations and the difficulties of a season, they're now going to see their parents out there. They're going to see everybody that's meaningful to them out on that field. And then they're going to have to go out and try to get their heads right for these next two weeks. And yeah, you're right. That's tough. All right, one more. By the way, Minnesota sucks. Don't worry about it. Uh, right. The the key, the key th- most frustrating thing about this defense last year, with the exception of not covering anyone downfield in busted coverages, was the defense's inability to get off the field on third down. It was a pain in the ass the last two to three years. That stat has flipped this year. Here is Ryan Day yep. talking about it. Yeah, I think when you're, when you're playing complimentary football... Um, you know, and you, and you know, you're getting off the field, and, and you know the offense is getting down and finishing drives. Yeah, I mean that that's when you're working at, at full capacity. And third down is is a huge part of you know the game. And when you're getting off the field and forcing punts and and giving the offense good field position, yeah, I mean that's that's the difference between winning and losing. You can count on one hand the number of times that you've seen after a play the Buckeye defense look around to each other with that look like. Well, where were you? That was where the hell were you? That's not my responsibility. That was your responsibility. Last few years, we had that all the time. Yeah. This year, we've rarely seen it. You're yeah. not giving up big plays, and you're getting off the field on third down. And if you don't think that's a boost to your offense, I mean, it is. Trust me. Oh, it's huge. I, I'm. We have talked about how much we need this team to actually take the next step defensively, and it's finally happening. So. 
it is it is nice to see that, but I'm just I'm at a point now, Mike, where I'm getting like when you ask that question about Minnesota, I know what the right answer is. They should win by thirty. There should be it should not be close. It should be. I think it's going to look like this past week. I hope so. I mean, and I try. I want that, but my whole point with this is we are now at a point in the season it where doesn't it matter. does I, not matter. I know what you're saying. I know you're saying. By the way, Tommy Eichenberg was on the field today practicing along with Denzel Burke, and uh, actually, no, that was last week. My bad. I'm reading something from a week ago. All right, thanks for the update. Never mind. We appreciate it. <laughs> uh, one of the biggest names in college football says he's not up for grabs. Details next. Colin Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Watch out for some slow traffic, causing about a half-hour delay on westbound US-40 between Watkins Road and 310. And things are still slow northbound 71 on the north side between Cleveland Avenue and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day, so head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Ballot at participating locations while supplies last. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole for 97 Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. I want to tell you about my friends at Bath R Us. We've all heard stories of remodels that took way too long. Bath R Us understands the importance of sticking to schedules and deadlines, and they will do just that. Don't wait. Upgrade to the bath of your dreams with no regrets. Call them today, 855-592-BATH. That's 855-592-2284. Or go to bathrus.com and schedule your free in-home estimate to get $1,500 off and low-to-no monthly payments. You will have to pay at some point. Yeah, but just down right now. Yes. Plus, every Bath R Us remodel comes with a 30-year transferable warranty. You'll be dead. <laughs> and a- your bathroom will be covered. Oh, that's a fun thought. I'm just saying. Don't you want the best for I your do. loved ones? I do. Even after you die? That's right. I mean, I have life insurance. My wife is looking to kill me all the time. Sure. She tells me all the time I'm worth more to her dead. And then when the house gets sold... For lots of money that she'll pocket, then she the can say, look at, look at transfers. Yeah. It's peace of mind. The warranty does too. That's right. Uh, one of the biggest names in college football, there's there's rumors that Texas A&M is interested because they're interested in everybody, is Oregon coach Dan Lanning. Mm. He is 37 years young, 19 and four in his second season at Oregon. Uh, they're ranked number six right now. He told reporters last night, everything I want exists right here. I'm not going anywhere. There's zero chance I would be coaching somewhere else. I've got unfinished business here. We have the resources, the tools. Anybody that can't understand why you would want to be at this place doesn't understand exactly what exists here. You know, he's not wrong. And this is where I think we do this a lot in sports radio. And we've done it on the show where we rank these jobs and we go, all right, what's a better job, Texas or Oklahoma? Or is Oregon better than, you know, I don't know, in this case, Texas A&M? 
And the answer is a no. lot of people. No, it's. I, I don't think no. Oregon is a worse place to be. Certainly, I do think it's a better job than Texas A and M. But a lot of people, you're in my age and older, will say, I don't recall Oregon that much from when I was a kid. I do recall hearing Texas A and M. And in our brains, I think it does this weird something or other that makes us think, oh, so Texas A and M bigger job because I've heard of them longer. And that that's not how it works. By that logic, Nebraska would be bigger than Oregon. Is Nebraska a better job than Oregon? Hell no, it's not. Sorry, if you think it is. When's the last time Nebraska, Nebraska was in the top five? Oregon's there every single year. And that's almost every year. They've played for a national championship. Yeah, I know they didn't win it because a team called Ohio State got there. But I'm just saying, they've got that going. They have the Nike money flowing. Every, they have every, no every problems with that. Money. They got Big Ten money flowing pretty soon. Well, that's too. Right. I'm just saying they they are going to benefit from playing the likes of Ohio State, Michigan, Absolutely. et cetera, all that stuff. Absolutely. That w- the idea that because Texas is close to some big high schools, Texas A&M then will just recruit awesome. That's even if they do recruit well, it doesn't matter if you can't actually get those those players to play. And the reality is you get a lot of inflated numbers, I feel like, in Texas high school football. You get a lot of guys who are a four-star that may not be that. And so when you recruit these four- and five-stars that may not all be that, but you get them to stay home and you have these huge recruiting battles, you end up with actually not as good of a team as you think, and then you've got to be a brilliant coach to get through that SEC schedule. So, yeah, Oregon, job sitting there. Meanwhile, you go out and you beat the likes of Washington, USC, who's never up, even though they act like they are, UCLA, now you're going to be, of course, in the Big Ten, so you've got to deal with much more of a meat grinder. But the reality is it's a 12-team playoff, and you have just as much of a chance to win it there as you do in the SEC. If, if he's comfortable, and it sounds like he is, you know, that's what I would want to do. I'd want to park it in one location and have success. And this isn't like the old days where it's like, well, I have to go. The, future, the financial future of my family depends on it. He can stay at Oregon for the rest of his life if he wants to, make his $7, 8000000 million a year, Oh, yeah. And be filthy rich and happy. Well, you're always looking for someone who believes in what's going on. You have the Phil Knight thing happening. You have the money coming there. You have the connection with Nike. You have all the things that the big boy schools have had as an advantage for many years. Oregon has all that. So there's a reason why the Big Ten wanted Oregon. Yeah, I I didn't want programs like Arizona, Arizona State. There's a reason why. Well, and I also think people sometimes go, well, you know where that is, Eugene? It's not close to a lot of things. Uh, okay. I, I'm I'm going to just say, going out on a limb here, College Station, not close to a lot either, is it? I mean, yes, it's relatively close to Houston and Austin and stuff like that. But the idea that the, so Oregon's relatively close to Portland. Those are all decent cities. Houston, of course, is a huge city. But unless you're from Houston, do you have a burning desire to go be a couple hours away from that? I don't know. I don't know that you have a burning desire to go be a couple hours away from Portland or anywhere else. Fact of the matter is, if you've got a good football program, people want to go there. People want to play for you. Are there lots of people dying to get to the Kansas City metro area? No, but Kansas basketball draws lots of dudes, doesn't it? Like that's it's if you build a good enough program, you will get people to come no matter where you are. So that's that's irrelevant to me. When I walked into the radio station today, I did not think we would spend a portion of the show talking about Jim Knowles's sister. <laughs> but I guess we are now because the trolls have found her on social media and she is not backing down. This is something, man. It's been going off and on all day here. Uh, so she posted this. Her name is Paula. Paula Knowles Miller is what she Literally. has on her Twitter. Uh, she has like 3,000 followers. She posted a screenshot of someone who DM'd her. Okay. This is what started it all. 
the DMer. His name is uh, U M I C H Basketball. So U Mish Basketball. I see. Uh, he his profile picture is of a Red Wings player who I do not. I can't tell. It's small enough on this thing. I can't really see it. Uh, his account he is nicknamed the sign stealer guy so he's okay. he's leaning into that all right his bio says he's a diehard michigan fan three-time championship parade attendee nice great uh not born on third then this is interesting ucf class of 2022 so so couldn't get into michigan apparently or didn't want to go there went to florida use central florida instead oh they won national championships there oh that's right i got frost they, they did one. have that they had that national championship parade i totally forgot anyway he DM'd Jim Knowles' sister. As, here's, you, as here's, you do. Here's what he said. You guys better win the game this year. If not, it's going to get really ugly on this app for you. And your brother's going to be the scapegoat again. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, plumpy Paula. Okay. So this is guy... She, is she plumpy? I, I, one, it doesn't matter. No, Two, I know. I, I, just didn't know I have only seen a picture of her like from the neck up. See, in, she, my, in my mind, it's just Jim Knowles with hair, which I'm sure that's not fair. <laughs> But it's, I have not seen this. No, she's she does not appear to be plumpy in any way. How are you? Welcome to Thanksgiving. But also, uh, so then she she replied, "My brother will be just fine, as will I." But but she actually found this in in her DMs and screenshot it and said, "Say it out loud, not in my DMs." Right? Okay. So it goes from there because then she got a bunch of replies from accounts that have Michigan linked to them. Uh, one of them, someone, someone. Uh, called her the B word, uh-huh. and they blur. They they use an asterisk where the I would be. Well, at least that's polite. Yes, I mean you're not typing it out, but the intention's there. Yes. Um. So then, now I'm reading her reply, and so for editorial purposes, I'm going to I read her have, reply. You have to read the whole thing so you can get the full context. She replied to the person who called her the B word with the asterisk and said, "Come on, it's bitch, you bitch." <laughs> All right, good so job. I like this. Chip. That's what that was. Uh, she also, someone else, like, said something else to her, and she said, say F like a big boy, and spelled out the F word, which yeah, I cannot I, say. I, I cannot say in the air. She, she, <laughs> she also started calling people uh, the P word. Nice. Which is good. Uh, so, yeah, my point is, oh, this is what it was. USC said, needs a new defensive coordinator. I think you call up Plumpy Paula. So, the sign stealer guy replies to her and says, no, I'm not five. I'm not going to be peer pressured into getting doxxed by your army of uh, idiots, I'll say. I'm really in your head, huh, Paula? And she said, this P word has the balls to call me plumpy in my DMs because he's a P word. And when I call him out, he replies with this. So I'm just saying, like her. Paula Knowles, my gal, mm-hmm. keep fighting the good fight there. And she she said multiple times, Jim Knowles does not need any support from me. She said our, our family stands behind him no matter what happens in this game. But just know you suck to all these Michigan Good. fans. And I love it. Rapid fire coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for slow traffic westbound 161 between Kitzmiller Road and Hamilton Road. About a 10-minute delay there. And an accident eastbound Broad Street approaching Taylor Avenue. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half-off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. 
spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Hey, Thursday, Bone and I will be out and about mm-hmm. at Hollywood Casino Columbus inside their sports book, broadcasting the show live. Stop on by and see us. Of course, the show's from 3 to 6. It's free to come in. You just have to be 21 because it's a casino. But watch us. Pet T-Bone. Oh, you're going to pet me? Oh, you like you like it when people come and pet you. That's, that's exactly wrong. Mm-hmm. But Then you make pet sounds. I do. Like the Beach Boys. You can watch their wall of TVs. You can mm. watch us do the show. You can have food and drink and pet T-Bone. That is Thursday, 3 to 6 at Hollywood Casino Columbus. And go do all your gaming things at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy. Rapid fire number one. All righty. If you are currently ranking NFL quarterbacks, how many quarterbacks would you take before you get to C.J. Stroud? Um, well, let's quickly do this in my head here. Uh, you stop me if you think I'm wrong. Okay. Mahomes. Yeah. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Probably Lamar. Yeah, I'd take Lamar Jackson over him. But Justin Herbert. Uh, that's I would get a little iffy. I'm, okay, I'll give you that. That's five. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence? No. Ah, that's a tough one, man. We're missing someone obvious, I'm guessing. It's not Dak. Shut Dak, up. Dak no, it's not no. Dak. I, <laughs> Tua? I mean, but Tua can... Like kill himself I mean, okay. again. Here's the thing, Josh Allen. Are, are we? We're down no, on Josh I'm not, Allen. I'm not now. taking him over. I'm not oh, taking okay. Josh saying, Allen over him I'm right now. We're down on Josh Allen, but are we letting Here's the, the moment cloud our vision? I will say this: I get the Dak Prescott thing in the sense of Dak Prescott has been playing for a lot of years and has been really good for a lot of years. No, he's been kind of good. Really good, meaning they've won quite a few games with him. I'm just saying, I. We could debate this, Teddy. It's, really it's good. Less or kind than, of good. It's less than ten. Um, it's less I'm, than ten. He's been really good lately, so I'm I'm uh, saying, all right. Yeah, I'm going to say it's less than ten okay, quarterbacks. That's, that's clearly. Right. That's so right. that's yes. we're saying he's a top ten quarterback as of right now, the way he's playing. Yeah, and who would have said that before the season? Nobody. No, it's it's a tremendous rookie season for him. Let him live. All right, rapid fire number two. Harbaugh, he said that Michigan should be America's team. If there's a college team that would be labeled America's team, but it can't be the Buckeyes, then who do you think would be a good selection? Uh, this is not a team that I like in any way, um, but for me, it's Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame has that national audience, fair or unfair. You almost represent an entire religion yeah, in catechism. Right. Catholicism and catechism. Catechism, too. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess it would be Notre Dame. Do you have a different answer? Yeah. Uh, I actually think it mirrors a lot of what we see in 
culture, which is people love celebrities, people love big events, people love being a part of something that they really know nothing about, but everyone tells them it's awesome. Yeah. When USC's on, USC is America's team outside of Ohio State or some of the other, you know, Michigan saying they are whatever. Like that's I the Kardashians will show up to a USC game, right? I mean, all the famous people in LA will show up to that. And that means it'll be on everyone's timelines, on all their Instagram posts. So people will be like, oh my God, I love USA too. Like, they're just, they become America's casual fan team when USC is good. But your Notre Dame answer is also very, very true on that, I think. Rapid fire number three. The last NFL playoff game to be played in Cleveland, apparently it was New Year's Day 1995, I read today. Well, the Browns finally snapped that long streak and host a playoff game this season. Uh, yeah. You know why, why the hell not? I, I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to say yes. Yes, be positive. I think well, it's not even about being positive. I think the Browns are legitimately one of the two or three best defenses in the NFL, if not the best. Offensively, they're challenged. But if Deshaun Watson plays like he did in that fourth quarter, their offense is more than good enough to be a top three team in the AFC. Are they not? If that offense is mediocre, they're a top three team in the AFC. And look around the AFC right now. You got a bunch of poo. Like, you got a bunch of teams all fighting over being second or third best, but there's probably seven or eight of them that could argue that they are. So, yeah, the Browns could certainly emerge from that group and host a playoff game. Absolutely. Rapid fire number four. On Sunday's Lions broadcast, Jim Nance said, we could be seeing these Lions in Vegas, where the Super Bowl is being played this uh, season. Do you believe they can make the Super Bowl? Yeah, they can. I mean, they're 7-2. and two. They, they can. I don't think they will. I don't think they're better than the Eagles. I think that despite the problems they've had over the last month, sure, they're not better than the 49ers. When the Niners are playing at their best, the Lions' best is not as good as that. I but, would but say, anything can happen in the playoffs. Sure, they could. I would say the Lions would have to get another level up from where they are to make the Super Bowl, but you do that by getting into playoff games and getting some bounces your way, capitalizing on mistakes. I think they're capable of doing that. Are they someone that I would like be a lock to do it? No, not no, at all. But, but, you're, but they I, are they're capable of getting there. You, yes. Him saying the Lions could be playing in the Super Bowl, normally that draws a reaction of get the hell out of no, here. No, I don't think no, that's unfair. No one is saying that this year. I don't think so. Uh, rapid fire number five. Patrick Mahomes, he said that he wears the same pair of red underwear for every game. Do you have or have you ever had a lucky piece of clothing that you would wear? Yes, I do too, but go back, ahead. Back when I was banging, I had what I would call the first date t-shirt. Oh. Which was a plain black v-neck t-shirt, but I love the way I look in it. You want to know why movie stars are so good looking? Number one, they're just good looking people. Yeah. But like when I go, I go I'm a shorter guy. When I go shopping, it's hard to find clothes that fit. You know, you see guys on TV and you're like, man, I didn't know you were so short. And that's because they have clothes that are custom made for them. Mm-hmm. All right. Tom Cruise is not buy off the rack. Tom Cruise is having his clothes made for him. And it makes such the difference. This T-shirt, I don't know why. I could never find another T-shirt like it. Trust me, I tried. It was like it was tailored for me. It highlighted everything that I wanted to highlight. It made me look like a new man. Interesting. I essentially was lying to people when I was wearing this T-shirt, but I got so so much good response from it that I, I coined it my first date T-shirt, the lucky T-shirt. That's good. Now, I had one that was not based on looks. This is when I was probably at like 10 or 12, somewhere in that range. My parents found a shirt. I feel like it was at a like a outlet store. 
It was something that was very popular back then. All the Looney Tunes characters were on everything sports. Do you remember this? Yes. So there was a Porky Pig shirt of him with a basketball doing the Air Jordan pose. And it said Ham Dunk on it. It was red. It was him. Like cartoon character. All it said was Ham Dunk. That shirt, for whatever reason, on the right side, the hem, the little like stitching on the bottom had fallen out or something had happened to it. And it stretched in a way where it, my shirt, if you looked at me, looked like it tilted to the right. I don't know why it did this. I have never been able to figure out what caused that other than the stitching falling out and then it stretched out in a weird way. That shirt, whenever I wore it playing basketball, I hit like any shot, like playing as a kid with you know playground, backyard. Nice. So if there was a guy who was talking some stuff, the next time I went to play that dude, or the next time I went back to the playground, I was like, if that guy's here, I got to have my shirt on. Because I played well in that shirt. It flowed. I didn't feel constricted. It was loose enough. And I was, I could hit some shots back when you, I was Teddy? banging. Lucky clothes? I had this uh, yellow shirt that I would wear. Golden boy? I called it golden boy. Oh, nice. And, uh, I yeah, don't know about was, golden boy. Yeah, it was uh, fantastic. Yeah, until it got frayed a little and bit. And then it was What kind blue. of shirt? What and kind then, of shirt was it? it like was a, nothing. He's doing a Seinfeld thing. <laughs> He's stupid. Don't, don't, see, don't I'm, I'm stupid because I've no, like, no, no, yes, go with me. Thank you, Teddy. I didn't know that. Uh Something important is happening tonight. Some people tell me. All right. I'm not going to watch it, but some people are with bated breath. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Traffic is slow eastbound 161 between Little Turtle Way and New Albany Road. About a five-minute delay. And watch out for an accident blocking the right lane eastbound 161 after 315. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples holiday deals mean amazing savings for the holiday season on hot tech like laptops, game systems, earbuds, and more. Right now, save up to $350 on select PCs. In-store only. Offer ends 1118. See an associate for details. Have yourself a merry little holiday deal at Staples. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. So glad you're here. Three hours a day, every single day. You know what tomorrow is, don't you? Uh, yeah, I do. Love it. Love Wild it. Card Wednesday. If you listen to one show all week, first of all, you should listen to all five. That's right. Six, because we have the, the weekend, weekend show That's right. on Saturday. But if you listen to one show all week, have it be Wednesday for mm. Wild Card Wednesday. Yes. And next week, of course, is the week, the game week, oh. where I will pick one random Michigan legend Piek? to kill. No. <laughs> you say that because many years ago, for those who are new to program, you said on the air something that you, you were talking about Bo Schembechler. Schembechler was, this was before the, the one versus two matchup 2006 in ohio stadium is that and right yeah michigan was two ohio state was one was the game of the century and shem beckler was still kicking he was doing media all that week sounding like a cuckoo clock just nuts 
Yeah. And so I would play his sound bites and make fun of him. Well, that selfish bastard decided to die on me. I think it was during the show while you right. were, so you I were was playing blamed. sound bites and then it became, I oh, he actually just died. for his death. Yes. All right. Because I was talking about how stupid he was and look how feeble this old man is. He doesn't know what planet he's on. And then dead. Mm. And so now it's tradition every single year. I will pick someone from Michigan and symbolically murder them as well. Symbolically. Yeah. I didn't murder no, Shem not, Beckler. Not he was just an old man who decided to croak, but... Well, and what you did not probably do... probably didn't decide. Somebody was, else decided. You did not go like Jim Harbaugh did many years later and bust a Buckeye nut on his grave before the game. Right. You didn't do that, which is a very weird thing to do, but... Well, he's honoring him. <laughs> yeah, that's what I always think is... You know what? I'd like to honor someone that I really care about. Let me take something that they didn't like and hit it with a hammer on their gravestone. That'll make sense. That's what they would have wanted. Or you're also crazy, Jim Harbaugh. How about that? You know, I've I've always wanted to be cremated when I die, but there's a part of me that wants to have some sort of I don't know, place where people can gather. Oh. You know? Like a mausoleum or a grave site so that the fans of this show can go. Is that what you and pay their respects. Maybe I'll be big enough where you can build a statue of me downtown. Wow. Would you? And then people just come up to the statue and go, That's right. They throw, uh, they throw ding-dongs and ho-hos at it. Sure. On, on your birthday they, every they year. They write down creed. Yes, they write. Psalms. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Psalms. That's good. I like that. What did I tease? Oh, tonight. Uh, Netflix, pretty big company, right? Yeah. Uh, they have not gotten into live sports at all, except for tonight. Maybe you're saying, what the hell is tonight? Well, let me tell you. It is the PGA Tour players, Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, Max Homa, and Colin Morawaka. Morikawa, that too. Co- Colin Morikawa, yes. Morikawa. Sorry, Teddy. Will be paired with Formula One drivers, Lando Norris, Carlos Sainz, Alex Albon, and Pierre Gasly to compete for the Netflix Cup, which wow. begins at 6 Eastern time, live from the Vegas Wynn Golf Club. This is their first entry into live sports. Over at Netflix. Yeah, obviously Netflix has a big tie-in with Formula One, given they have the Drive to Survive series that they produced. And they did a similar type of series for golf. Am I wrong, Ted? They did a, like, Drive... I forget what it's called, but... Yeah, it was called, like, Full Swing or something like that. Oh, yeah, they should have called it Full Frontal, Full Metal Jacket. (laughs) They should have called it Top Swing. Honestly, they should have just kept the Drive to Survive, because don't you drive in golf? You have to, you know, you have to drive the fairway. No, you put for dough. Oh, okay. Drive for show. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> God. I'm just saying they could have said, hey, drive to survive. But golf. Yeah. Anyway, that's why they've done this. Clearly, they put together that because the F1 people are in Vegas this week. So that's all a big deal. In either case, nice that Netflix, I guess, is getting in on the live sports. If it's something I already have, I'm thrilled that they're getting into live sports. If it's something I don't have, please don't get live sports because I don't want to have to pay for another thing. But if I already have Netflix, which I do, then fine. Put put NFL games on there for all I care. I don't have to add anything to my package. I can just go get it. But if if you're not doing that, then it does me no good. I have something to tell you. I have something to complain about. Well, I have something. I've forgotten I've, what it I was. have something that I could tell you about what? that I what? think will make your eyes roll back in your head. What? You mentioned Netflix. They're one of those companies that for many, many years, it didn't seem like they turned much of a profit or we didn't know how they were They're spending all this money to produce all these things and we didn't know how that's going to be sustainable. Yeah. Uh, the electric car market, 
at some point, I'm sure we'll turn profits and everybody will become super rich off of it. But um, the electric car maker Lucid, California-based automaker. Never heard of them. Well, they've been making electric cars. They planned to build four, or I'm sorry, 15,000 cars this year. That was their goal entering 2023. Okay. Would you like to take a stab at how many cars they have delivered to customers this year? Seven. Nope, they delivered 1,456 cars to customers. There you go. Um, They said that for every car they sold... What's the price point of this car? I think it's around six figures. It's around around six figures. I mean, yeah, I think it depends on which one you get. I'm trying to find what the actual... So this is not an entry-level... Okay. Uh, Dad, I just graduated from high school car. The new base model at a new low price of the Air Sapphire... Retails for $77,000. Okay. That's the base model. Okay. Uh, They said that for every car they sold this year, they took $433,000 in losses on every car. They have lost so far this year, year still not up, $2.17 billion in losses. How? How? I don't know. How do they keep doing this? I don't this? know. I don't know because it's a great idea and eventually it'll work and I'm sure it'll They're be. They're losing $400,000 in each car. <laughs> I Dude. I don't understand the world. I don't I really either. Don't, man. I don't get it. I don't it. either. It's. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. It says, good news though, they still have about $5.5 billion of liquidity runway. So. What the they, hell does that mean? They can burn through $2.1 billion next year and still not be out of liquid assets. Meaning, okay, cash ready right, on I, hand. I, I so I don't get it. I don't either, man. There. I don't get it, man. I don't. Meanwhile, like you got people who are working very hard to try to like afford their lives, and they go, "Honey, I don't know if we can go to the wing place tonight. That's a little pricey." You know what I mean? Inflation. Then you got idiots who run these giant companies losing two billion dollars a year, going, "Yeah, I think we can do this again next year." Yeah, let's go. And then when they all fail, they'll end up at other companies giving TED talks about, "Yeah, you know what we did wrong." We weren't innovative enough. And they just say buzzwords and people are like, you know what? Make that guy the CEO of this other company that will also fail. But somehow he'll make millions of dollars. Hurts my brain. Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, the biggest event in the world. It's about to happen and everyone seems to hate it. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You should know traffic is stop and go westbound 161 between Kitzmiller Road and New Albany Road. About a 10 minute delay there. Things are also slow northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. Five minute delay there. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan traffic hey mel bry here gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty hey mikey if you're gonna puke find the popcorn bowl but my availability is 110 percent coincidentally so is my fever (laughs) kidding mel i'm so cold but hot uh but i'm gonna get you that budget just as soon as right mikey popcorn bowl press one to use instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes press two to keep working do not press two just use instacart brian highly medicated barely educated this is common
Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. Game show coming up at 534. What's the game, Boner? Uh, the game this week in honor of National Pickle Day. We're going to play Does It Pickle? Yes or no? Very simple game. You'll be surprised about how much actually does pickle. I'll just give you that. Um, I think it's fairly Dickinson. Is that right? What Are about they the them? team that had the run in the I think you're tournament last right? year? Yeah, they, who did they beat, the Mike? Beat, they beat... You know who they beat. Yeah. Who did they beat? I forget. Zach Eady and Purdue. Oh, I you know, I have a Zach Eady story here as well. Okay. <laughs> yes. There you go. That, uh, and, of course, that was here in Columbus where they did that in Nationwide Arena. Fairly Dickinson did not have a room at their facility that was big enough for the entire team to watch film. Oh, wow. Okay. So you know what they did? They watched film in the shower. Huh? Yes, when they were all showering, they would uh, roll the TV in. What? And uh, I took a look at Baines in the shower. I, I, he looks like all of Australia. <laughs> he is really put together. Now they didn't do that. They weren't naked. They weren't showering. They just went into the shower and watched TV and watched the film. But in my mind, they're all lathered up and they're mm-hmm. watching film. Well, good news. After their run last year, they got a $500,000 donation. And so they were able to build a proper film room for Fairleigh Dickinson. That's nice to hear. I was looking up while you were playing that soundbite just to see where they're located. They're located in Hackensack, New Jersey. They play at the Rothman Center. Yeah, what are you going to do? Hey, hey, I have a building big enough, I guess, to put a film room in. What are you going to do? So here's the question I have. Fairleigh Dickinson is a university, correct? That's the next word after Fairleigh Dickinson in yes, their name? that's right. Does this university not have classrooms? Because I would think if you needed a space for, I don't know, 15 to 20 people to sit around you. and watch some film, wouldn't they have a classroom somewhere on Maybe campus? They're all, they're all spoken for. I don't know. All right, then do it at a time when... the. I, you're going to go run sprints at five in the morning and all this other stuff, weightlifting. Just do some film study early and then go lift the weights, right? Like, go find an empty classroom, watch the film. I'm just saying, I'm glad they got their own space now. They should have that. They're a big time basketball program. They're Division One for crying out loud. I'm not saying that they're like Duke or anything, but have a space to watch. We don't know where to watch some video. How do you not have a classroom on the campus that could serve that purpose? Teddy, is that the image that you had, too, when you heard they were just watching film in the shower as them just lathering up with a loofah, washing their Dickinson? It saves time, right? You got to get every... Derek Dooley told us, you got to get clean. Yeah. When Mm -hmm. I saw the headline, that's exactly what I thought. And I'm like, wait. And I read the story. I'm like, yeah. Okay. The length of of the the cocks is long. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Anyways, I want to say I don't think you should be watching TV in the shower. That just seems like a disaster, right? Seems like... There's water, there's electricity, could go bad. Uh, Zach Eady. <laughs> See, Purdue, they go to the woods and they find huge Sasquatch mangs and then they shave them down Okay, and they teach them how to play some semblance of basketball. Mm-hmm. So Zach Eady is 7'4". He's one of these shaved down Sasquatches. <laughs> uh, he lost a bunch of weight during the offseason. He said... 
that he wants to get lean and mean for his future in the NBA. Okay. So there you go. I mean, well, he's going to need to be, I would, I would say lean and mean and has to be much better of an outside shooter if he's going to have a big future there. If not, then I would say bulk up and be ready to play under the rim. He but, said that uh, he wants to be more of a presence on defense and show that he can move his feet. Well, that's going to need to be, happen. Absolutely. Yeah, man, I, I don't think that's a bad idea for him. He wants to be an NBA player. If you've not seen the game, it's evolved a little bit. What works at Purdue does not necessarily work in the NBA when it comes to big men because college basketball and the NBA are nothing alike in that way. They played Xavier last night. There were 13 NBA scouts in West Lafayette for the game. All right. And not just to see him, but, you know, he was a nice draw. <laughs> By the way, I don't think we talked about this, but a few weeks ago, a little news article came out that made me think about you know, Zach Eady and Purdue getting all these big these big guys. Do you want to talk about this? Are you aware of this? Do I want to talk about this? The uh, the Purdue thing that they're doing basically to find the next Zach Eady. I thought they just went into the woods. No, no, no. This is a much longer term plan, right? This is going to probably go past Matt Painter's time there. They're going to they're going to go beyond that. Oh man! All right. They have an adult fantasy basketball camp that they have announced. Now I know what you're you're saying. When you say adult fantasy basketball camp, to me, that's like only porn stars are there. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, you have to be over 35 to participate in this camp. So it is not oh, for like, it's not for like kids. Man. It's not like a, we're trying to get, you know, why teenagers 35? in. Why? I don't know. Why is that adult? That's, 35. that's the age. I think it's, you have to be over 35. Okay. Here's the other thing. You have to have $5,000. Okay. Well, you have yeah. to, you have to be able to pay $5,000 to do this camp. Okay. Now. The camp is essentially allowing you an immersive behind-the-scenes look at Purdue basketball. It's essentially a way to raise some funds for, I'm sure, name, image, and likeness, right? They're going to make lots of money off this, and it's probably going to all go to the players. Good for them. However, I noticed at the very bottom, it did say that this camp is open to men and women. And what I figure is, they're probably looking around going, hey, if we've got some people here who've got a lot of money, they're obviously pretty rich if they can afford a five thousand dollar basketball camp. We find a couple of like six, seven, six, eight, six, ten people. Oh, you think this is a maybe br- they're going to like as, well as they are there. They go, oh look, there's a lady who's six six. You're six ten. You guys want to go have dinner? <laughs> you want to go have dinner? We'll we'll arrange that. Maybe they find love. Maybe they're married and they leave their spouses and they, or maybe they just have a one night stand and then. A child is produced. Mm -hmm. That child, of course, was conceived with somewhat of the Purdue basketball auspices surrounding it. I bet that kid would be very open to playing for Purdue if it turns out to be like a seven foot three gigantic human who wants to play basketball. So I think this is a long game type of thing that we've got here. Dogs specifically for competitions. Well, sure. I mean, there are show dogs. There are dog horses. Right. You got to get the sperm of secretariat or somebody <laughs> good right you can well you're right they have to uh they have the uh gotta, i forget what they call that the is it s- studying them is that what they call well, it sure studying where you sire uh you, you an sire the, the impregnate a philly right but you want one so, that's good but right is one a talented I'm surprised one. Yeah. we don't have more of that in sports now we do have athletes that fall in love and just have offspring Naturally, well, you, but you I'm remember. surprised we don't have more of a breeding program like the Russians did back in the day. Well, you know who would probably have to lead that thing if it ever was developed, and maybe 
he already has kind of led his own mini version of that. Wasn't it LeVar Ball that had the uh, uh, whole well, thing? That's where he, what he, he, he said. He said when he was playing basketball in college, he wasn't interested in dating anyone who was shorter than a certain height. I forget what it was. But he said he was basically looking for a woman who was over six foot or something like that. Mm-hmm. And his wife, I believe, is pretty tall. And so that's for, that was for breeding stock. Well, he said, because my kids are not going to be short. They have to play basketball. He said the entire thing, start to finish, was about getting his kids to the NBA. And I mean, again, his shoe company aside and him being a weirdo aside, he, 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 he did got, get some he, guys to the NBA. He made it happen. They had NBA size. And then they had the talent, right? They had dedication What's up to work with Lonzo? on it. Is he dead? I forget. I know that He's I don't got know. Like I haven't, a, I haven't paid knee. attention much this year. But yeah, that was... We thought that like his career could be over, possibly, yeah. right? All right, biggest event in the world is coming up this weekend, and apparently few people care. So the Formula One race in Las Vegas is Saturday night slash Sunday morning. Big Vegas race. They want the world to watch, but apparently they don't care if you watch in the United States of America. It's an American race, but they don't care if you watch. This race on Saturday night slash Sunday morning is starting at 10 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern Time. (laughs) This is the Formula One race, one of their crown jewel events they wanted to become in Las Vegas, and it starts at 1 a.m. Eastern. There are articles and news stories all over Las Vegas talking to residents every single day about how much they hate all of this. Their roads have been shut down. Their commutes have been destroyed. There are, I'm reading articles about people who leave two hours early to get to their work shift and they still are late. Well, and I don't, I mean, again, is tourism a big deal in Las Vegas? I think it is. Those casinos don't run themselves. You need people there to, you know, that's the, the that's the number one employer economy, employer. Well, how many of those casinos are located along the race course? Answer, a ton of them because it's going down the strip. And so a lot of the workers have said it is ridiculously hard to get to work because we can't drive on the course. We can't drive on a lot of these roads because they're being repaved and they've got them all blocked off. So for what has it been like nine months of them building this course? It's been nothing but a dumpster fire there as far as traffic goes in in Las Vegas. So, and now that the ticket prices are falling drastically since tickets went on sale in 2022 tick pick 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 says the cheapest saturday tickets have fallen saturday's race day from $1622 so when it first started in 2022 that was the cheapest ticket you can buy on the secondary market yeah $1622 do you know what the cheapest price is now that you can get on race day Secondary market uh, under a thousand dollars. I'm guessing five hundred bucks. Wow, it's still an expensive ticket, but you're right. They they were essentially kind of the news coming out when they first announced this was you won't be able to get in the door for less than two grand. Right, and they have hospitality packages that are over a million dollars per person. Like to to have a, a private villa thing where you can watch the race and you can go down and talk to the engineers. I'm quite sure if you want to, like they thought this was going to be. The most ridiculous F1 event. And it may still be. I don't know. It, it, but. it could be. But there, there's one other small problem, <laughs> I guess, about this race. I mean, the most important thing. I mean, they're saying this is unprecedented. And the actual people who run the race are not quite sure what to do. 
I'll tell you what that is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. You should know that there's some slow traffic westbound 670 between Leonard Avenue and 3rd Street, about a five-minute delay. And watch out for an accident blocking the right lane on eastbound 161 after 315. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half-off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Gonna take some gasoline burner house down. Let me tell about my friends at Bath R Us. I know I already did one of these today, but I have two scheduled because ah. they're that damn good. That's right. If you're in the market for a bathroom remodel, but you're saying, I don't know who to trust. Well, listen to your favorite radio host. That's who you should trust. Or listen to me. <laughs> and Google. Because Bath R Us has over 800 Google reviews, averaging a 4.9 rating. And I'm only I'm the one who gives them the bad reviews. Too cocky with a 5.0. You do not like cocky at all. You're not I, a fan. I boo cocky. That makes mm-hmm. them the top bathroom remodeling company in the Midwest. Call them today. 855-592-BATH. That's 855-592-2284. Or go to bathrus.com. Schedule your free in-home estimate to get $1,500 off and low to no monthly payments. Plus, every Bath R Us remodel comes with a 30-year transferable warranty. That's right. Yeah. Do it now or later. By the way, Mike, a little tweet from uh, Kyle Rowland, who covers college football, has been making the rounds, and I thought this was interesting. Yeah. You know, this weekend, we're obviously all looking up to uh, the Michigan game here, coming up in less than two weeks. But Speak for yourself. Minnesota's on schedule right, next. I got Minnesota. I got 1 a.m. car racing. <laughs> That's right. This Saturday. Which we will get back to the F1 thing in a second. But, PJ Fleck, this tweet is from 2017 from Kyle Rowland, but it's been making the rounds again. PJ Fleck used to be a GA at Ohio State, if you're not familiar. One of his jobs as an assistant, a GA, when he was here, was to uh, get Jim Trestle his lunch. Okay. Do you know what restaurant Jim Trestle preferred when he was asking PJ Fleck and the Flecktones to go get his lunch? Do you know? No. Raising Cane's. Really? Tress was a Cane's guy. All which right. I, that's, you know, Tress that surprises me a little bit. Strikes me as a guy who would want to have like a healthy lunch. Not that Cane's isn't. I'm sure it can be healthy no, in, Cane, a, Cane's in a way. No, is not healthy. No, it's greasy it. fried chicken, right, it's which not I healthy. love. It's it's greasy fried chicken. It's all they offer. It's not like you could even say, "Oh, he got Burger King," but he he got the salad or something. It's like no, he 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 got greasy fried chicken apparently a lot and enjoyed it. And I approve of that. That's awesome. Tress strikes me as a double toast kind of guy. That's from a raisin good, canes. It's a good call. What kind of music do you think uh, PJ Fleck and the Fleck Tones play? I hope it's well. I mean, I hope it's ska. That's what I immediately think is just him sitting there going, "Oi, oi, oi!" Like in the yeah. That's exactly it. 
He's going to get out there. Skegging to the beat. Yeah. Got those horns going. Playing some drums. Gotta get to Raisin Cane's. Get dressed as lunch today. Bop, 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 bop. Gotta get to Raisin Cane's. Get dressed as lunch today. Bop, 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 bop. Man, could you imagine, like... Because that was a room. I'm trying to think. Like, D'Antonio would have been there, too, right? As coordinator? Yes. I think so, for at least part of that time. I don't know when he... I don't know when Fleck was there, but I'm guessing it was early on. Anyway, the point being... You imagine if you got the order wrong? Now I'm sure there's not much you I could screw up. Wrong. It, well, it, it, if you the same thing. If you forget to get like Would you double like the toast, chicken or the chicken. No, but if you don't get like double toast, you end up with some coleslaw, and it's like get this crap out of here. I don't want it. Tressa's like, ah, this is not correct, and you know, and then he gives you like a wisdom of knowledge, like a little nugget of knowledge to say, you got to get up in the morning and prepare. Got to know what you're doing. You can't just come in here half-assing it. All right. Tomorrow you'll have the opportunity to go one and zero in the lunch. <laughs> Let's just toss this one aside. Let's learn from it. I wanted double sauce. Yeah. <laughs> PJ Fleck is driving his little like Honda Civic, just speeding down, just trying to get there. Because it's only like, what, a half a mile away from the facility? It's not far. Oh, that one over there? That Canes, it's right On there. On Tangy River Road? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. It's right there. He's just sitting there. I got to make this quick as I can. He probably, you know what? Instead of the, uh, what did they have in Star Wars that Han Solo had the Kessel run? That was the Trestle run. That's what that's what PJ Fleck and the Flecktones were doing. They you know were making they had the, in, the in Trestle run in under twelve parsecs. What's that? Jizz music? Huh? Who did? It? Who had that? Star Wars. Oh yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it was called in You're the right. cantina scene. Yes, that was the name of that music. It was called Jizz music. That's it. That's the Jizz Horn Camp up. was there. That's that's canon. That's George Lucas from George Lucas's mouth. That's what it was called. All right, Las Vegas Formula One Grand Prix, 1 a.m. this Saturday. Uh, apparently, something else that the race organizers did not understand is that uh, it can get chilly in the desert yes. at night in November. Now, the high temperature, you know, even this time of year, 70s. Right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So very per- nice, very comfortable. That, and with the sun beating down, that can make the track nice and warm for the sure. tires. That's important However, in auto racing. this race starts at 10 p.m. Pacific time. The lows can get into the 40s this time of year. And the low is expected to be around 49, 50 degrees on Saturday night. And some of the people that run these races, you know, the actual race car teams, are saying that they don't necessarily know how the tires will react with temperatures that low and how this could be an absolute disaster from a racing standpoint. Yeah, I mean, they, for those not familiar with Formula One or auto racing in general, how hot it is on the track impacts the tires a lot. They will do different things with the rubber compounds. Like if they know the race is going to be, it's 95 degrees out, track temperature is going to be over 130 they will bring a different tire than if they think it's going to be in the 60s and cloudy because the tires do different things. In Formula One, they literally have tire warmers that they put on the tires until the moment they drop the jack and let the car out of the garage to go take its first laps. The reason for that is if the tires aren't up to proper temperature, even when they're like basically idling, they can spin out. So if you... (laughs) I don't know how Formula One did this, where they basically said, all right, mate, let's look. Las Vegas, desert, job done. And they just said, who's, we a, who's Australian here? I don't know. Someone in F1 has to be. All right. They looked. <laughs> call that a knife. <laughs> call that a knife. There's a knife. Right. Knife. It's not a knife. Knife. It's knife. 
Yeah. But I'm just saying. Nine. So <laughs> someone looked it up and was like, yeah, Vegas is a desert. We got it. It's going to be like 80 at race time. And then they forgot, oh, we're doing it at night. We do these all the time. Yeah. Right. We're in the Middle East all the time. We're in Baku. Yeah. We they thought no, pro- no problem. They didn't do any actual research on this. So. Maybe it'll be great, or maybe it'll be an overpriced disaster. Uh, I know what I'm rooting for. Hey, are you aware that Caesars is offering a package, a VIP package for the race? The casino? Yeah. yeah does it surprise the, me? The they're, hotel, all, you know, yeah, yeah. they're all they're all doing stuff like well, that, I, I'm I sure. know they all are. Like, the win has one for a million dollars. Yeah, right. For the weekend. Like, you come in, million dollars, we give you a great tickets and go rub lando norris in the paddock or whatever the hell you're doing okay don't rub lando you're norris. rubbing lando's norris let lando norris live let him just go out there and drive his car well please. caesar said well win's got a million dollar package for the weekend we can't have that we're instead going to offer a five million dollar package wow five wow. million dollars now in my mind you have to be like some sultan that is buying Liam Neeson's daughter in Taken. That's who's that's right. who's buying the five million dollar Caesar's package. Yeah, they ought to just set up an FBI sting and be like, "All right, who paid for this? Okay, let's let's go see what Lando they're up to. Norris comes in your room and dances for you." Oh no! Let me tell you right now: if I pay five million dollars to go to an auto race, I expect that on the way home you're like, "And where do you want us to deliver the winning car?" Because you just now you own that car. That we you bought it. Congratulations, five million dollars. We're just drop. Oh, how's the queen feel about Lando Norris? Does she like he? He's handsome. Well, I mean, I I don't speak for the queen. You don't speak for the queen. You can't speak for the queen. Uh, Let me tell you something. I like real men like Viggo Mortensen or Tom Selleck. Mm To rub my headboard with their fine facial hair. Okay, sure. Lando Norris has nothing but peach fuzz. He has no idea how to please the queen. Oh, really? Not yes. your guy? No, too tiny. Looks like a jockey. <laughs> well, Looks race... like he's riding the ponies. I got news for you, and queen. he certainly wouldn't ride me hard and put me away wet. They don't They don't have a lot of, like, linebacker-sized guys driving race cars. It's That's a weight distribution thing. never my bag. Oh, no? What's, no, I what like is your bag? burly rugby players. I thought that makes a lot of sense. I like to get in the scrum and get hot and sweaty. <laughs> I, I, I bet you did. You ever... Uh, We're up against the clock. Fishman says sorry. bye-bye. Sorry. Okay, Queen. I'll see you later. Couldn't overrule the I, PD. I'm saying, you got to, You're the Queen you got, of England. Now we got former, clocks to get to. Former Queen of England. Game show coming up. Pickle time. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. You should know traffic is stop and go northbound 71 on the north side between Cleveland Avenue and 11th Avenue. About a five minute delay there and some slow traffic eastbound I-70 on the east side between 270 and Bryce Road. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one get one free bonus wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Uh, because I will do anything that is suggested of me. Okay. There is a, there's footage of me shoving an entire little mini bunt cake in my mouth. 
Yes. We have that on the fans' social. I think that's on the Twitter social. I don't know if they put it on X. I don't know. Or if I'm not X, uh, Instagram. I don't know if it's everywhere else, but it is on Twitter slash X. At 971 The Fan, we are promoting our remote broadcast on Thursday out at Hollywood Casino Columbus's Sports Book. Please do stop on by and see us. When is the broadcast? Well, it's from 3 to 6 every single day, idiots. Yeah, it's the time we're doing, just we're doing it out there. Must be 21 or older, of course, to enter the casino. I get that all the time. It's like, I listen every single day. What time are you on? Noon? Nope. Yes. <laughs> nope, that's not it. That's me. That's, that's AR, are, yeah. And Maddie Ice, obviously. Yeah. Doing a good job there. Mm-hmm. My guys. My guys. Uh, what is now? Oh, you know what now is. Oh, I forgot. It's game uh, show time. It's, it's, it's pickle time. Yeah. Today we're playing a simple game. It's National Pickle Day, not National Pickle Ball Day. That's a different day entirely. This is all about the actual pickling of things and pickles themselves. So today we're playing Does It Pickle? Everything pickles. Well, maybe. Uh, I I'm put gonna my get... testicles in a jar. They're going to pickle. <laughs> not well, though. They like. How do you know? No, here's the thing. I went and looked on recipe websites that okay. said right, this right, is right. a thing people do. It has to be something that a, a website has confirmed. Yes, this is done and it's good, and you would, you should tr- give it a try if you right, like pickled okay, things. All right, all right. Question number one: Shrimp? Does it pickle? Pickled shrimp? Yeah. Uh, I can't say I've had it, but it sounds like something people would do. Okay. Especially in Asian countries, I'm going to say yes. You are right that it is pickled. Uh, you are wrong in who does the pickling. No. Uh, according to the websites I looked at. They said you won't find pickled shrimp in many places other than the southern United States. Oh, all right. And that's a shame. These brined crustaceans are perfect for tossing into pasta dishes or salads or eating out of hand as a snack. Out of hand pickled shrimp. Who says no? Me. What's the texture? What do you mean? What's the? T- it's shrimp, but it's pickled. I guess it's... Have you had like a pickled herring? It's probably similar to all that. Right, but they're saying like eat it like just... Out of your hand as a snack. Yeah, eat it as a snack, baby. Let's go. I'm not. I I would try it. I would not. I don't like. But again, I don't like. You don't like anything pickled. Uh, Next up, potatoes. Does it pickle? I would assume not. You're you're right. Yes, they tend to become soft and mushy in the pickling process. It is not recommended. People say it's gross. Who have tried it? So now you know. Next up, spinach stems. Does it pickle? Not now the you, spinach itself, the stems of the spinach. You and I were talking about spinach stems today. We, we were. And how my wife insists on buying the, the spinach, the pre-washed bags of spinach. Yes. From the grocery store. And I hate it because I hate the stems and I make her take all the stems off of my spinach. That's right. Do I'm going to say no. It would get too mushy-mushy. You are incorrect. Oh, they pickle the stems, huh? It says the next time you chop up spinach for a salad, be sure to save the stems. The tough, bitter components of leafy greens pickle up beautifully and can be eaten plain or even tossed into a salad. Okay, so imagine Toss that. that salad I just want to. I just want to. You've cut the stem. <laughs> you've cut the stems off to not have them in your salad. You then pickle them for and like six months, and then you put them in the salad. Okay, I don't know if it takes six months. You know what? But... I'm, I'm just kidding. Yes, I don't know how long it takes either. Next up, orange peel. Does it pickle? Like the uh, rind of an orange. I mean, I, I does it pickle? Yes. Yes. You happen to be wandering around South India and South Indiana. No, South India. You'll probably see pickled orange peel on offer. Uh, it's not very 
you, it's not something you see often in the States, but the tangy peel is actually full of vitamins, tastes great as an accompaniment for rice, among other things. Okay. But yeah, South India, this is a thing that you would, like a street vendor would have, would you like some pickled orange peel? And you would say, yes, I would. Thank you. Uh, next up, walnuts. Does it pickle? Pickled nuts? Pickled nuts. No. You know who would disagree with you on that? The world? The Queen of England. Oh, did she pickle her nuts? Pickled walnuts are a traditional English delicacy. I didn't know. Don't see them often in the U.S. They turn black in the brine, and they make an awesome addition to a tomato salad or served on a cheese plate with an English blue cheese. Okay. One of those real veiny, veiny blues. Yeah, sure. So... (laughs) You get your walnuts in the brine, you pickle them, Vain then you blue. have that with a tomato salad and a cheese plate of blue cheese. And then everybody just kisses, and that's and then you throw up afterwards. I don't know. That sounds disgusting. Next up, mangoes. Does it pickle? No. Yes. Well, I guess everything pickles no, then. But, the, but again, do people do this regularly? Okay, the answer is right. yes. I don't know why we're pickling mangoes, but in, okay. In Middle Eastern cuisine, it's a popular condiment called amba. It is essentially pickled mangoes. Tank, the tangy morsels are used as toppings for falafel and other Mediterranean dishes. I do like falafel. Yeah. So next time you should try it with pickled mangoes if you can find them. Uh, turmeric root. Does it pickle? Yes. Yes. One of the most talked about ingredients, of course. Lots of people enjoying the health benefits of that. It reduces inflammation, so they say. In pickled form, turmeric roots are a magnificent accompaniment to a spicy curry dish. What about Stephen Root, though? Can you pickle him? <laughs> yeah, you know what? We should, because he's a treasure. He and we've got to preserve him. Uh, blueberries, does it pickle? I, I'm sure you're going to tell me yes, but you're right. No. I am. Yeah. They yeah. say that blueberries, cherries, and grapes work well in pickling not all fruits but the burst of sweet juice mingles with the sour brine to create a unique flavor experience people apparently serve this in cocktails they also use it with uh baked brie and roast chicken so there's all kinds of places to to use this i had never would have thought of that in a million years i think something about brie yeah, go ahead. I don't, I don't get brie. What do you mean you don't get Like, my wife, every brie. time brie comes around, oh, brie. <laughs> your tongue wags. And it's like, I need some brie. Oh, my God. I, get, I, don't, I don't get brie. I mean, I've tried it. It's fine. I don't know that I've ever had brie. That's, I need to, I, I don't have an You're opinion. You're a 40-year-old man. You got to have some brie. What do you mean? I, yes, Teddy, have you tried a lot of brie oh, back him. in he your had, day? He doesn't know what the hell's going on. I don't think so. Yeah, they I didn't have it at the York Steakhouse. That's what he didn't have brie. I'm saying, I'm just... Teddy, we're catching strays over here because we don't we haven't had brie. No, I'm, just, I'm saying it's nothing to write home about. But my wife. Right. Oh my god, give me some brie. That's right. You know what? My driver at the country club never recommended brie because I didn't have a driver at the company the country club. Oh, the, so. com- the country, country club? club. The country club. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, radishes. Give me some does brie it, at the country club. <laughs> does it pickle radishes? Yes or no? Does it pickle? Yes, yes radishes. Yes, of course. Sure, why not? You get them in Korean dishes. You get them in Mexican dishes. They're great. Mm. You put them on tacos. You put them on Korean fried chicken. There's lots of things. Banh mi sandwiches feature, of course. Pickled, Pickled radishes. radishes. Yeah. And finally, the last one: pumpkins. Does it pickle? Yes. Yes. So everything pickles. What was the one thing you said didn't pickle? Uh, potatoes. P- potatoes. They say that if you, you can pickle the flesh and the rind. No word on the seeds, which I find interesting because people... If have, you can pickle walnuts, why, why couldn't you pickle the seeds? Maybe you could. 
They say that uh, you, spite, you spice the pickled pumpkin with cinnamon and cloves, and it makes it perfectly suited for your holiday table. So okay. this is a very apparently elegant charcuterie board will feature pickled pumpkin. And I would oh leave I would leave your party. If you had pickled pumpkin, I would just say, you know what? I got to go. Give me some brie, some <laughs> pickled pumpkin <laughs> while I pop my peas. You know what? That's my dream is I want to go to culinary school, learn nothing, and then get the accreditation so then i can show up to rich people's parties and be like yeah yeah this is delicious you should try it it's pickled sheep's eyeballs eat them raw mm. make sure you suck out the cornea though it's a delicacy in nepal yeah, exactly shut up and then you get a bunch of idiots who are just like yeah this mm, so good it's like this is disgusting suck you're an idiot the, suck, suck out, out the, the cornea. cornea let's go <laughs> hashtag <laughs> suck out the cornea <laughs> all right back page coming up common man and t-bone on the fan Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Watch out for stop-and-go traffic on westbound US-40 between Smoke Road and 310, causing about a half-hour delay, and some slow traffic westbound 670 between 71 and 3rd Street. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Ballot at participating locations while supplies last. Dine in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. Timmy's not here, so we called up Ryan Baker. When you need someone for a half hour, I'm your guy. I'll tell you what, my wife has never said that about me (laughs) ever. (laughs) You know, you're you're a fast food guy, right? I enjoy fast food. You, You like you like to partake. I do. I assume that everybody enjoys fast food as much as I enjoy fast food i was getting my hair cut today my guy justin over at holy moses has been cutting my hair for years and we're somehow got on the conversation of guilty pleasures and fast food and what makes us feel good and we were talking about taco bell Mm -hmm. and how recently i hit the drive-through window hard at taco bell where i spent 26 dollars on just myself Back in the day, that was a whole lot of food. Now it's not quite as well, much. Well, in, in, in this day, like where the quesadillas are $7.50, what the hell are we talking about here? Yeah, I mean, it's... It's, it's still gotten, enough to feed a family. Trust me, I handled it myself. That's a lot of food. But I, I know, too, and I'm, you're the thing that I would say makes it easier is if you sub, but I'm guessing you weren't subbing anything for anything. Like, I occasionally will get the grilled chicken taco because I like to get a little bit more of the... You know, protein, air quotes from the grilled yeah, chicken, right, whatever. whatever. It's a little, whatever. Whatever. That will run you like an extra buck a taco. No, I, I hammered it all I'm guessing down. you just ordered off the menu and got $26 of food, which, hey, man, let you live. I get it. And I'm talking to, you know, Justin says, oh, yeah, I love Taco Bell. I said, oh, yeah, do you get there a lot? He's like, oh, yeah. How often? Well, it's not just that. He's like, what's your go-to there? And I started listing off all the things that I, I get. Yeah. Cheesy Gordita Crunch is my number one. Oh, those, if they ever take it off the gets, menu, I'll kill myself. They get expensive. But I, start, I started going down the list, and I brought up the nacho fries. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know they had nacho fries. All right. You, you mean go- like ever? Or the fact that they were back? I didn't know they did fries. It's like, well, they, no. See, this <laughs> is the difference. You don't go to Taco Bell a lot then. This is the difference. 
Like, there are some of us that have nacho fries advent calendars where we're just, like, waiting, <laughs> counting down the days. When they're back. Right. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's seasoned fries with a hot tub of goo. Oh, here's how I know that you don't go to Taco Bell a lot, is if I say, did you know nacho fries are back? And your answer is, did they finally offer it in large? And I go, yes. Now they have sizes because it used to be. Do you want the nacho fries? Yes, I do, and they give you what they have. Yes, now you can now get the you have size. a large you can get, which is. But he said, oh, "I'm more of a Wendy's guy," and I said, "Oh, what do you get at Wendy's when you really want to just sure pound it down?" Because there's a lot of good choices there. We can go triple. We can go triple baconator. We can do a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. He said, oh, "I get a a junior cheeseburger with a six piece nugget, spicy nugget," and I said, "And." <laughs> No, that's, man, that's it. That's it. Sometimes when I'm feeling Randy, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Did he get a straw with that? <laughs> yeah, right. I just, I'll tell you, I would get that meal to wait in line at another restaurant. Like, right. I would go there <laughs> when it's like the Chick fil A line is super long. <laughs> I'm going to swing through the Wendy's, pick up a JBC and a, ch- a six piece so I can then wait for the two hour long line yeah, at the place it's, I want to go. Conversations like this where I realize that, like, you and we spend all our time oh, together. Right? We work yes. at a radio station with a bunch of fat, dumb dudes. What we have here is not normal. No, I know. What Justin know. is doing is normal. That's how we're not normal. No. I don't know. I don't. I think Justin's abnormal. You think so? I think he's abnormal. Do I, again? This is what I assume is when people go to Taco Bell, they go, "Which burritos am I?" Plural burritos am I getting? But then you look at the prices, and it's like a burrito now is five, six bucks at Taco Bell, and you're like, maybe not. Maybe people go, and that's the one for me. Now, if you go to Chipotle and get a burrito, I get it. That's that's a sizable amount of food. You go get it's that, also fourteen dollars. Yeah, but you go get that like grilled chicken burrito, which is delicious. That's a nice thing to have in the meal. It's not the meal for me, and I'm sure it's not for you, Mike. Like, oh, that two dollar one, the Chipotle grilled no, chicken. No, no, burrito? no, no. They have like a grilled chicken XL burrito where it's oh, got like oh, the no, sour cream no. and all that stuff. And it. it's delicious. It's really good. But is this the one with the cheese on the outside? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that thing. grilled cheese, chicken. grilled cheese. Yo, that's man, yeah, that's some good stuff. That thing is awesome. And also, Sex with it. It's part of a meal. It is not that's a messy. meal. That's, that's not messy. a meal. Baker, what's coming up on the Buckeye Show? Well, this is the first Buckeye show of the week, so we will look back at the Michigan State game a little bit. We've also got a lot of sound from Ryan Day from Buckeye Roundtable last night in his press conference uh, earlier today. And we're getting close to award season, and some Buckeyes are getting nominated. We'll tell you about that, too. Buckeye show, top of the hour, then it's Jackets time at 6.30. Back page. Hit the Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. You know it's good, too, when they have it? What's that? Is you get the the cheesy gordita crunch mm-hmm. with the Doritos Locos? Oh, taco yeah, yeah, yeah. In That's, there. Oh, yeah. How could that be bad? Mm. Delicious. Bring back the Cool Ranch all the time. Thank I you. I know. Yep. All right. So some bad news for people in Iceland. This is. Uh, I don't know. I think you should be concerned of more than two thousand earthquakes in the southwestern coastal region of Iceland. 2,000 earthquakes were recorded in about 48 hours, including 1,000 in a 12-hour period on Sunday. That has led to the Icelandic Meteorological Office saying that uh, they believe a volcanic eruption is significantly likely in the coming days. People are evacuating this area. They've had more than 20,000 earthquakes in the region since late October. When asked for comment, Bjork said, Yep, that's exactly right. That's, 
know. Yeah. Yeah, ma. That, that's, that's the warning signal they play is just they play ma. one of her albums and everybody's like, we got to get out of here. We got to leave. I don't know what's going on. Get out. All right, Buckeye Show's next. Jack, it's time 6.30. We'll see you tomorrow for Wild Card Wednesday. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You want to be aware of stop-and-go traffic on northbound 71 on the north side between Cleveland Avenue and 11th Avenue. And watch out for things moving slow on westbound 670 between 5th Avenue and Cleveland Avenue. This report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. Black Friday is Dell's biggest sale of the year. Get limited-time deals, free shipping, and huge savings on laptops like the XPS 13, engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Shop now at dell.com slash deals. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Good evening. I'm Buddy Wells. Hockey tonight. The Jackets host the Penguins at Nationwide Arena. Face-off is at 7. Our coverage will start here on the fan at 6.30. The Jackets enter tonight's game having dropped 5 in a row in 9 of their last 10 games. College football, 3 matching games on the schedule for tonight. Toledo's at Bowling Green. Western Michigan travels to Northern Illinois. And Eastern Michigan will host Akron. All three of those games will kick off at 7. On the hardwood, we've got three ranked matchups tonight in men's college basketball, including some Big Ten teams. At 7, ninth ranked Duke will face number 18, Michigan State. And at 9.30, 17th ranked Kentucky will take on top ranked Kansas. Those two games are a part of the State Farm Champions Classic in Chicago. At 8, number 4 Marquette is at number 23, Illinois. Next up for the High State men, they host Merrimack tomorrow night at 7 at the shot. This update is sponsored by Dormar Heating and Air Conditioning. When your furnace or air conditioner is broken, Dormar will come out that same day. Dormar, home of the Tin Man. Breaking sports news when it happens on the fan. Ohio's sports destination.